0: Hello and welcome to Fanboy Modeling School, the only podcast that promises you we will never hire Amber Heard for an acting gig. I am your host, The Fat Mantis, and I'm here with my co-host,
1: Steve.
0: Stephen, how are you doing today, my friend?
1: I'm doing good, man. Took a little power nap <laughs> before the show, so I see, I see you
0: still have the sleepy eyes. You have those sleepy eyes. For all of the listening audience, you, you're missing it. Like he's just like he's squinting; you he can't really see straight. You know, he looks like Mr. Magoo for all our old audiences. If you know that cartoon, that's
1: ageist. That's ages, Mister Magoo is a representation about everything that's wrong with nearly blind people running around all day doing shenanigans just while a little and big...
0: crashing their. <laughs> that's what the elderly do. They crash their cars into us. <laughs> that's it's, that's it's, so it's right.
1: It's it's right. It's right. Um, how you doing, brother?
0: I am doing all right. I'm starting to get crazy from that nano thing. Like I'm okay. five thousand words short of where I should be, so I I need I'm I'm doing like counting every day, like what my word count is, and all this. I'm starting to understand the madness that's going on. I'm in day 12. Um, So by the end of this, I'm going to want to shoot myself.
1: I'm proud of you, though, man. I'm good, I'm good. I'm proud of you, man. I know that that type of stuff cannot be fun all the time. Like, I think that the first two days are probably like, man, I'm a writer. And this is what serious writers do. And then by the fourth day, you're like... I hate words. And I hate anyone that's ever written words before.
0: Oh my god. And then you also have these moments where like you have these periods where your just brain isn't working and you just write like a third grader. <laughs> and but you have to keep moving on and you're like, he was in the swamp he liked the swamp it reminded him of swampy things and i was like this is this is gonna have to do because obviously this isn't it's the first draft this isn't what you're gonna show your publisher but right you know it is, it is what it is but i'm going through it i'm experiencing i'm living that dream I'm, I'm loving it man
1: that's you know that's what shorthand writing has always been my thing you know writing poetry short stories longer stuff like in my head it sounds great like i have just great openings Great depth to the characters, but when I put it to papers, it's like he was a man, and this man knew that evil existed. And I'm like, well, this is pure, but <laughs> like, this is pure nonsense. <laughs> well, I'm saying it sounds why, like a Zack he... Snyder film. <laughs>
0: uh, exactly, yeah, people are into that nowadays. So you might have a novel coming up. Um, you know, people are really like into these kind of like simple, uh, dark, gritty, grim darkness
1: yes, yes, going yes. on.
0: But yo, my question is, how do people in the ancient world without computers? Edit a four hundred page novel.
1: You know what's crazy, man? To think about that. To think about it, like Edgar Allan Poe, edit. He edited probably most of his own writings, and we all know he was an illiterate syphilis having son of a bitch. So, (laughs) and we love. So how did
0: he do that? How did what he retyped every time, every time, every single thing? He can't go back and switch it. Like for instance, I haven't named my characters yet. I named them descriptive things, Mm -hmm. and there's word replace on word. Right. So when I'm done, I could be like so and so. You know, take this word, replace it for the name George or whatever the hell it is, and it'll work out. But what did he do? You know what I mean? It's just like weird. It's weird.
1: I mean, you know, he was committed to being an opium den. Actually, you know what's funny? Uh, I took a class once and uh, learned a lot about Poe. And the class, man, and uh, it is amazing. Like his life. Like when you, th- like, if I have my historical characters right. It, like his backstory is too depressing to even talk about on this podcast because it would just really bring down
0: the i end. mean i assume he's the, the lord of darkness right In yeah. terms of, like poetry and, and, and writing um you know i know his work i don't know anything about his life i know uh, you know 84th street is is his street <laughs> and I, I know the um uh, baltimore ravens
1: are named after him uh, never more never more man we had so t- what's happening this week so we've 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 had some deaths, uh, 2020 man. We lost Sean Connery. Did we? I don't know if we talked about that oh. last episode. Uh, we lost Alex Trebek.
0: Omg, oh, we I don't think we did touch on it. And it's it's oh two legends
1: right there. Two legends right there. I'm trying to think about who else did we lose. Uh, we lost. You know, we the election has come, finally come to an end. <laughs> or or and, should and, I say, for my uh, I don't want to offend my conspiratorial brothers and sisters. It's come to an end. But there's more.
0: <laughs> <head>. Yeah. The- <laughs> you know, I got if we want to go into like people who, who you randomly run into who have conspiracy theories about something and you're like, you don't expect it. Like you're at the grocery store and you're like, it's a nice day. And they're like, Yeah, it's a nice day. Except the liberals are putting gas in the air.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, what? And they're like,
0: So you
1: vote for Biden.
0: And then I'll be like, I gotta go. I got go. I got this
1: thing, <laughs> dude. I you know what? I it, it, this is so. This has been said at nauseam. Polarizing, divisive, blah 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 blah. You want to hear something really crazy? Uh, if we're gonna start off with this topic first, so Obama was on sixty minutes. I haven't watched a few full interview yet, and still as an orator, he's you know so amazing. I amazing just. And there's, a, there's a something about him. Like, I don't know the man's heart, right? I don't know what's going on. In him. I know, obviously, now at this age, I have a lot of issues with his policies. But I still have a soft spot in my heart for him. I, Obama's one of those guys I would love to sit down with. I'm like, hey, man. You're wrong, but I love you, and I want to talk yeah, about it.
0: Exactly. That. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so he can convert me is what I feel.
1: Um, No, well, no I'll, I'll be there to save you. Bro, I'm to let you know something about that. Okay. But when you're an inch away from uh, like a cult or some nonsense, you can always rest assured that I'll be standing right there like, what are you talking oh. about? <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? You, you go on to the great nebula or some <laughs> stuff. I would literally kick the door in and just start <laughs> smacking those people around.
0: Like, hey. yo, that means so much to me, man. One <laughs> of my greatest fears is becoming a cultist. And so it's like this. Like, um, so basically, it's like this it's, uh, it's like you get fed up with society and you just kind of want someone else to think for you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm tempted to do that all the time. I'm like, I am just sick of all this stuff, and then and then some crazy person's like, "Oh, really? Do you like outer space?" I'm like, "I do like outer space." And he's like, "Well, do I have the message for you? Just wear this robe." And I'm like, "All I have to do is wear a robe, and I get the answers." So I'm I'm good. No, so I'm very close. I know, as you know, I had you know one of my parents. I'm not going to say who was in multiple cults when i was growing up so I didn't, know,
1: I, I didn't know that i
0: that's actually why i'm such a hardcore christian is because i was always fed up with the religion hopping and the craziness and uh, all this thing and i was like you know what i'm gonna choose one and, and it, it's mainstream and just go with it
1: you know one one of these days uh we'll do a side project where we can fully get into our our faith and I'll, we can have other because i know a lot of people i like who, that I, I know a lot of people who are christians and uh i think they would strike an interesting chord with people in regards to this, though, with the Obama thing, Obama's apologists are somewhat cultist. I don't know if that's necessarily what he's looking for, and I think that's why he kind of looks dejected nowadays. I honestly believe that he w- thought that he was going to go in and be able to enforce some level of change, and then probably left as uh, not as wide eyed as before because he actually acknowledged in this interview that his candidate uh, his pres- presidency presidency had something to do with the rise of trump and you know he acknowledged it in a very obama way he was like you know there were things i had to do while i was in office that uh probably gave way to some of his supporters you know or you know his rise of fame i fame i'm uh, not famously. i had a conversation with another friend of mine a christian once we're too, we're on two opposite sides of the spectrum here where he believes that Obama was the catalyst for the division in the country and of course me being me, I was like, well obviously you've grown up in a different America than I have, but let allow right. me to explain that he was uh, not the reason for the division, but he brought the division more uh, to light right like there was a response here's his his fame his famously a moment McG- uh, McCain. Was more gracious in his defeat to Obama than the people who voted for McCain. Right? He just he simply came out and said, you know what, we have two different views on how this country should be run, but he's an honorable man, you know, he's he's a he's a family man, he's a, a patriot. These are his words describing Obama. Do you know what the reaction was to McCain losing? There were people crying in the audience. Like there were people, the thought of an Obama presidency, they were crying. But I'm glad to hear Obama kind of acknowledged that, you know, and I say kind of because that's the appropriate way to put it. That there was a reason that Trump rose to power. There was an absolute reason that he was able to do what he did. Go ahead.
0: Well, I would say, to be honest, um, I I believe that it was an this was escalation that went back to 2000.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The, the, the thing when they had that had to go to the Supreme Court and the oh. Supreme Court sided with the Republicans, it became a complete street fight at that point. Where they were yep. like, "Oh yeah, we are gonna, we are gonna bring it, son." Yep. And as it went on, they eventually were like, "Oh yeah, do black people scare you? Do socialists scare you?" Well, <laughs> here's our candidate. <laughs> yeah. and so obviously, he ended up being a corporate Democrat, totally middle of the line. Yeah. However, when he was running, he really made himself look like a rebel uh socialist who was gonna topple the system and so then they said oh yeah that's your candidate and after two times of running like a mainstream republican yeah. like the, the, the craziest republican they could come up with a, with a, was like a mormon yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then they're like oh yeah well check this dude out and then they brought out they dusted off like trump you... and so i can only imagine like basically the next the next liberal who's going to be running for pre- president in four or eight years is going to be AOC. A, a transgender. No, it's going to be a transgender, non-English speaking Muslim <laughs> <laughs> who crossed the border illegally. That's what they're going to get to spite <laughs> the Republicans. I'm sure of it.
1: Well, the crazy thing about this, we talked about this last episode, man, in regards to Trump ran a very similar campaign as Obama. Uh, he ran a campaign on based on the foundation of change. You have to people forget, man that Trump basically tore through the Republican primaries. And when I say tore through, he absolutely tore through this. This was not... A juggernaut. A juggernaut running through walls. Yeah, this was not something that was staged, right? This was a fist fight that happened. And he, I mean, there is no other way that, to explain it than completely demasculating everyone he came up against. He looked dead at Ted Cruz and made fun of his wife in public. And-
0: yeah and his father too and his father too and and, And ted cruz and
1: and ted cruz kissed the ring but here's 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 the crazy thing about it right he has been the best thing for conservative policies right so they attached every policy and every agenda on the back of trump and he got it set up and he got it done right he got it he got the more conservative justices he got uh are there were a few other things he did. You know, there's some things. Well the
0: tax the tax cuts which are really gonna help corporations at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? He definitely he, he he definitely fought that fight against immigration.
1: Yeah. You know, he's
0: he in, in the long run, no one ever wins. But yeah. he did push it back. He pushed the system back. They're gonna have to spend time and energy undoing the stuff that he did. Um, So, yeah, he got a lot of these conservative ideas, things also deregulating. He was deregulating everything, every trade deal we had with anyone overseas or across the border. He was like, rip it up. Yeah. rip it the f
1: up. You know. So, so here's the thing about that. Like, I uh, about the trade deals and foreign policy, I think that we obviously, you know, in these tumultuous times, we've got to keep our allies close. But there has to be a better deal represented for America, and that's one thing that I can say that that psychopath did. You know, he kind of put the rest of the world on notice, where like, hey, we're not going to carry the brunt of this anymore. We're not going to be first boots in, last boots out in every situation. I think there's only one other country, and if you want to battle me out in the comments over this, that's fine. But just make sure you bring your facts with you. Besides England, first boots in, last boots out, most money given, least money returned on these type right. of things. And this was something that Americans were looking for, but it's always to the polar extreme. I think that I would have been more content before we get into the actual topic of Trump. I would have been more <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I would have been more content if we were able to give clear definitions. Obviously, I'm not a heartless bastard, but I understand that our system can't support itself the way that it's been going so if we're talking about immigration let's be realistic trump lost this election because of optics because he can't shut his mouth he the, he's someone just recently said he's not a wartime conciliary quoting the godfather, the godfather <laughs> that, is, that is an amazing way to phrase it he's he doesn't not a wartime he doesn't he doesn't know how to handle these situations so the, the fact is with the immigration, with the, the snatching of the kids at the, at the at the border, even though this was a policy that was on the books prior to his administration, he went zero tolerance. Obviously, not the way you want to handle this, right? Obviously, you don't want to separate children from their parents, even if the law is being broken. Obviously, we can't just have people flooding through the borders. So instead of doing what he did, you temper it, you bring it back, which is like, hey, we need to make sure anyone seeking asylum is going to the asylum port of entry. And then we have to follow that process, right? And the one thing you don't do is give in to bad optics, which is it appeases your base, but it fires everyone else up. Because the fact of the matter is it's separating children and parents. You're not going to be able to defend that. That's horrible. Yeah, then,
0: disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And then you have a few
1: other things come out. Like it, it was, it's all bad optics. Like so, while that's happening, I don't know if you saw this. Famously, a picture uh, was released of a man and a small girl. Breaks my heart. They were trying to cross over the river River to get across the border. And they both drowned, and they washed up. And this, the the daughter was on the dad's back underneath his shirt. So it's optics, right? I know that this picture was put out there, released by you know certain interests to and invoke a reaction and it did it it did exactly what it's supposed to do it's bad optics the whole thing trump could have won this election had he put on a mask and just said you know what i'm gonna dial it back a little bit we need to take and, the- and
0: that's just thing. he does not he doesn't play the game and so the moment anyone asks him to play the game even his own side yeah. even when they're like be civil he's like he gets offended by that and he's yeah. like oh, i'm gonna go twice as uncivil yeah because he's like, as uncivil as possible
1: so this is the problem it's branding trump has to appease his base the very thing that rose him to power was the thing that undid him appeasing his base which he overestimated is the very exact he did
0: he over he definitely overestimated it unfortunately i gotta say it and this is this is gonna be very unpopular but like i think if you look at the map unfortunately it literally looks like there could be a civil war. Uh, a civil war where our countries break it down into two. Basically, the the leftists would be three small nations. Right. But the big chunk of uh, the nation from the south to the Midwest and upward into the mountain uh, mountain regions is one massive nation of red. Yeah. And so they're, you know, they don't have enough electoral votes because they don't have big cities to overtopple these massive coastal cities. Right. But like it's, it almost, it really does look like they could just cut a laser down and be like, we'll make this nation, you do your own thing. Which is even more scary, right? No,
1: 100%. Because what we're talking about here is men. And I, I, I know, uh, I don't. I don't want to offend anyone, but that's. It's just not my problem. I can't. That's our job. Yeah, I. can't. Fanboy modeling I we can't. <laughs> I, I can't not offend you. The problem is here is that while laws can constrain the hands of men, they can't change the heart of men. And you would have to start dealing with these heart issues of why people voted for Trump. And when I say that uh, you have to reach across the aisle, I'm not talking. We're beyond the point of uh, you know the the peace offering here. We have to sit down and really start dealing with. What is it that his base really wants, right? What do they want?
0: You by the way, you said you set it up so well when you said that. You can't change the heart of man. That's basically the premise of every deep science fiction novel ever. If you look at Fahrenheit 400, 451, 1984, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, Brave New World, all these things the concept is that you know, fascism or some sort of government tries to change the way you are, but you can't change what a man is. No, you can't change
1: horrible. You can't change the nature of man. And it's and this is where uh Again, you know, me and Roy were talking about uh, doing something else to really address these, address these kind of faith-based, more uh, philosophical questions. But you can't. You can strain – while I do believe that laws restrain evil, at the end of the day, it is within the capacity of men to be evil. And I'm not calling Trump supporters evil. I most certainly can point out more evil things that I see on the left. But obviously the fanaticism on the right is – you know, it's coming to a head. Here's what I'm hoping happens in 2024, because Trump's gonna run again. Rest assured, mark my words. I don't know how good he already made a pack. He made he made a super pack already. Yeah, I don't know how well he's gonna do, but he's probably. I don't know, and I don't know if this man is gonna run. But it's a hope of mine. There's a man named Ben Sasse. If you don't know who he is, look it up. His economic policies are great. His race relation policies are great. His small government policies are great. In fact, he's also capable of stepping outside of the Republican Party, in my mind, and going like, hey, we need to look at this and what governs the country the best and what is the best decision for the country. But I I don't think he's going to stand a chance against the rhetoric because that's not what people want. People aren't looking for the country to run well. They want it to run the way they want it to run. And that's where Trump appeals to his base, man. And that's where AOC appeals to her base. Like, I can see the same thing can be said about that her. woman.
0: <laughs> I get things to say about her on this podcast. Right
1: no, uh, and, and it's crazy because she is essentially a kinder, gentler, in her approach, Trump. Look at her last interview on CNN. Yes.
0: Oh, they're the same person. They're the yeah. same person. They're just on fighting for different sides.
1: Yeah. Like, she literally said on in her last interview on CNN, they asked her, how can progressives work with, you know, Republicans to kind of like work across the aisle. And she's like, well, the goal is to win more seats in the house and Senate. So we don't have to make these deals now. She's obviously a, an, a. She's a pretty woman. She has. She has. She's small in stature. Her cadence. She's all right. <laughs> like her. <laughs> her cadence makes her makes it easy for people to underestimate her. But what she quite and I don't. I don't underestimate her at all. It I would
0: take at least five beers on my part.
1: <laughs> like what she's literally saying is no I deals. Would, I wouldn't mess with her sober. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> she's son. She's literally saying no deals no deal right absolutely (laughs) and you you heard
0: about the whole list thing right yes that's so basically she was like saying that we need to create a trump well first she said we yes. need to make. We need to archive. We need to quote unquote archive mm. everyone who, from lawyers to businesses to politicians, who were who made life easy for Donald Trump, so they can't they can't delete tweets or hide from what yep. they did in the past. Yep. And yep. someone tweeted back some group who's calling themselves the Trump Accountability, uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, list yeah. or something. They're like, we're making a list of all of them. All of the all of them are going to be on our list. And so essentially, these people who claim to not be fascists. Right. Um, are making lists of political enemies so they can blacklist them
1: yeah i I mean that's it all starts with a list man once you start and you know i got got
0: a little in trouble on 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 uh on twitter because i was so enraged by her tweet by that that little interaction that i retweeted it but i said yo this bleep is a freaking nazi facts and so my own friends were like, "Yo, Roy, what's your problem with IOC? Everyone's protecting her like she's an angel. She attacks people. She she wants to get into the muck. She wants to get in the muck and have a bare knuckle fight with people. This is why she's exactly like Trump. man. Because it, we're, basically, I was moved by Biden uh, by Biden's speech about like unification and he's like, we all need to work together. We all he's like, cool it, L- lower the temperature on each other. I'm totally into that. I love that. And here she is, literally the next day, saying the exact opposite." And what it is, is I think we're all scared that a civil war or something is going to break out, and she is not helping.
1: Well, here's the problem. Anyone who's
0: throwing gasoline on the flame, F them.
1: No, no, I'm not in disagreement with you at all. Actually, man, you're 100% right. So there are people who don't want to return back to politics as usual as we march towards the demise of this country and this world, actually. Uh, One thing that I think separates me from a lot of my Christian brothers and sisters is that I believe in uh, climate change and things like that. I actually believe it falls in line with good stewardship over the resources that we've been given given to. I think those issues need to be addressed. I think the racial and economical divides need to be addressed, but I wouldn't be saying it the same way as an AOC. Like, I know that we can't guarantee uh, same outcome, right? Because that's literally socialism. But we can just, I say, why not take an examination of the system and just root out anything that is unjust, which means you have to have impartial well-thinking people in there doing these things you can't have a trump or an aoc involved with this committee right, right They're gonna <laughs> drag
0: it into the muck they're going to drive it into the muddy thing you know it's funny that you said that because i and not only am i like i'm all about the environment and i totally believe you know i i, I can't believe i have to say it. i believe in climate change and right. i believe we should fight it it's a lot you know the extreme acceleration of it is clearly man-made um, but, you know, so I um, I don't consider myself a Presbyterian, but currently I attend a Presbyterian church. And I remember we were in this this group session. It was a Bible study and they picked up the book of order, which is all their prayers and stuff. And they were like, we're going to do the prayer, you know, one of the prayers of forgiveness. And it was written in the 30s. And it's a long it's a huge long list of mm-hmm. prayer asking God to forgive you for all these things that like people don't realize that they do all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For not being kind to your neighbor, for whatever. They keep going down the list. And one of them was essentially the phrase, and I'm going to paraphrase, because it's been a while since we did it. It said, for not taking care of the Mother Earth that was a gift from God, and to not taking care of that gift. Right. And I was like, when was this written? And it was the 30s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people have been aware of the destruction of the planet Earth, that oh, we should j- wow. treat it like crap forever, man. Basically probably since the Industrial Revolution when they were just polluting everything. They were just j- jumping oil in the river like it was nothing.
1: Yeah. So the the argument becomes – I'm, I'm glad, man, because the argument becomes even in the re- reform group – I remember I was sitting at a at a church event and a good friend of mine that was sitting at the table and we got into the discussion of, uh, of climate change and global warming. And I was just like, listen, I know – and, if, if, and for the listening audience, if you don't know why Christians have a hard stance against it, it's most Christians have a hard stance against not the concept of glo- uh, global warming or climate change. They have a hard stance against any ideology or philosophical train of thought that deters them away from Christ, right? So there's a lot that comes with the conversation if you believe in global warming. You can find yourself embracing some other belief systems. For me, I just told him, I was like, hey, man, Bible supports this. It's about good stewardship. It's about stewarding the gifts that we're giving, not worshiping the gift. Right? That's where the Christian divide is. Like, you can never start worshiping the earth and calling it Gaia and all that stuff. Like, it's just like this was a gift from God. Right. So I want. That's res- the word it's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to I'm 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 going to steward the gift. But the problem is we have these polarizing figures that have politicized stuff. Take a Candace Owens, for instance. A lot of the stuff that Candace Owens says, some of it, not a lot, some of it, when it isn't like a bunch of rhetoric used to inflame, is correct. You know, as a people group, African Americans, there are things that we can do to hold each other accountable. There are things within the community that we should address, like black on black crime. I know what people are thinking. Why is it called black on black crime when people kill each other? Because it's literally a term that was created to say that this crime is done against another Black person, right? Why is it relevant? Because the numbers are higher. I hate when people try to do this thing when they use Kung Fu and they're like, well, white on white crime. Like, yeah, but. It's like the All Lives Matter thing. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You 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 have to deal with the issue at hand. But you can't because you get these people that drag it either too far to the right or to the left, and we stop dealing with the facts. They bring rhetoric in, right? They slip it into the conversation. Next thing you know, you're not even arguing the fact anymore, Roy. You're arguing some other subject. And you're like, hold on for a second. Let's get back to the facts. Yeah, where did this go? <laughs> <laughs> where, did, where did this go? And, and yeah, that's, no, okay. what, that's exactly – I don't know if we're heading – hopefully, God praying we're not heading to a, a real civil war. But Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, I called this, bro. I called this – I told people he is the best candidate the Democrats have. He is the anti-rhetoric candidate. He is, he is
0: the anti- – I'm going to have to say – I'm going to have to agree with this. And what's so funny is I didn't believe that before. But you're right. If Pete Buttigieg was up there, if Amy Klobuchar or any of these other people, they Whoa. would be saying let's fight. Let's get into this fight. Let's yeah. let's find those Trump supporters. They're hiding in holes. Let's get them. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? But he's the one guy who's – because he's so old school. Yeah he's like enough with the moralarchy. we need to make peace and i'm like into it i'm like oh, you really touch. when he did his speech there in delaware i was like you've touched my soul old man yeah. i'm into it
1: yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with admitting that like you know he won because people wanted to return to civility now what we have to do now is we have to address him and kamala and say hey here's what we don't want right in our pursuit of civility I've, i i want to leave uh an economic system behind for my sons that is functional, that won't leave them in debt. But I don't want to place the burden on the rest of society, right? I don't want to make charity a mandatory thing. And that's what socialism does. But unchecked capitalism, which a lot of people on the right don't really want to address. You ever want to start a funny argument amongst a bunch of conservatives? Just point out you're like but yeah, some bad things have happened because of capitalism. And it's the whole room would turn against you because it's like the, the unspoken sin.
0: Exactly. I think a lot of people are thinking that we're preaching. We're here. Like this whole conversation is preaching. They're like, look at these two conservatives. We're not, we're moderates, man. We don't believe in unfettered, you know, laissez faire capitalism, but we don't believe in straight up socialism Socialism. either. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like you have to do, you you know, you have to have capitalism, but you have to put rules in capitalism and have socialism. Just don't let it control everything
1: yeah you have to you have to you have to literally fight against the constraints of the 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 nature of man and the nature of man unchecked with capitalism is that like i i will consume i will gain i will capitalize at the expense of others i will release the snyder cut and it'll be four hours long and you you know, and that, you know, and it will be
0: amazing, and everyone will love it. And we will—it will single-handedly repair the superhero genre, which has been indef—like incredibly damaged by those evil villains at the MCU.
1: You know who benefits most from the Snyder Cut? Kevin Feige. He's—he's he's like, even if it does good even it, if does well <laughs> he's like i'm gonna you know, break he's, he's an evil doer he has so many evil plans it's just insane man just- yeah listen listen uh last thing you gotta the- love him but i gotta love him last thing on the whole uh civil war thing we're on the wrong side of this two moderate guys like us right
0: we oh, both sides are gonna lynch us at
1: the end of this oh yeah it's like pick. we're, a- we're not
0: left enough <laughs> or right enough so whoever wins the pick. But, a- <laughs>
1: Pick a side or die is what's gonna happen.
0: If I had to use like actual science, since yeah. everyone claims to be science user, all these non science users are like, I believe in science. I'm like, you don't believe in science. Mm-hmm. Uh because they can name policies from both extreme sides that are not have nothing to do with science. Yeah. Or defy science. But I'm gonna have to say I would put the statistics, I hate to say it guys, it's gonna be the reds. Yeah. Because the blues cannot shoot to save their lives unless
1: (laughs) unless we're unless (laughs) they're
0: scared of guns they don't know what to do with them unless we're going to do in a civil war what is a (laughs) what is a white sociology professor in a tweed jacket going to do in a civil war think about it
1: unless we're going sci-fi rules then it's always the blue side that somehow dominated the planet. You ever notice that in, sci- in the the well, tum- because most sci-fi writers
0: are super <laughs> oh, yeah. super liberal, and there's only one. You know, the guy who wrote Starship Troopers. Yeah, I'm yeah. um, Robert Heinlein. So he he was because he was a veteran. Yeah, yeah. So he was very red. He was like very red. Yeah, but he's the only one that's notable that ever says these kind of like yeah, work hard, pull yourself up by your boot- bootstraps. Socialism's a lie. The other guys are like. I wish I lived in a, a hippie world where everyone of every color, inclu- including green and blue, were banging each other and we all shared shit. I, like I, Star Trek.
1: <laughs> there used to be this hardcore song I used to listen to back in Dave, Drove You Guys Crazy. And it's basically this long monologue where it's some some type of queen some spacey queen and I
0: rule with psychokinetic power yeah 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 i love that track that was a great track
1: <laughs> i believe that that is 100% aoc's acceptance speech in two thousand twenty twenty eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo, I love it. No, it's true, man. That that is her because she's oh,
1: she's gonna look like uh, the villain from that forgotten movie Suicide Squad. Uh, what's the chick's
0: name? Uh, oh, and, well, Enchantress. Enchantress. Right. That's the <laughs> fake Enchantress. That's yeah. a fake. Marvel is the real Enchantress. This is some garbage. One. Um, but oh wow, you no, know, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. But yo, to, ra- to honestly to wrap it up, yeah, guys, don't be pro Civil War. Let's end this stuff. Let's get along. Basically. If you're a liberal, I want you to go out there and get your homework is to give a hug to a Trump supporter. Trump supporter, I want you to go to someone who might seem to be a liberal. Maybe they have rainbow flag, or maybe, like I said, they're, they're the professor with the tweed jacket, or maybe there's some some person, you know, or whatever. But just go over and give them a big hug. We need to love each other, guys. You know what's funny? Right,
1: no, you're 100% right. Did you catch Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live? I'm going off to beat him I love
0: him. God bless the, God bless him.
1: Uh, The crazy thing about Dave Chappelle, and that's getting Schult- Andrew Schultz said the same thing, man. Dave Chappelle has very well transcended comedy, and I know that's cliche to say, but he's to the point when you can say out loud, like, hey, I have a lot of intelligent things to say, and I think I have a lot of valuable things to say, which are true. He's an extremely great storyteller just like Carlin, amazing. And you're just kind of – same thing with Bill Burr. You're hanging there listening to him. It's probably like what it would have been like to listen to a Roman orator or someone like a Greek uh, orator like back in the day or even one of the apostles. I'm not comparing him to an apostle before anyone freaks out. (laughs) (laughs) But basically Dave Chappelle said, for you guys to take me serious, I have to put a punchline at the end of it before you oh, oh true yeah he,
0: he did say that <laughs> and thought- which is funny because in his recent stand-up at least his return stand up yeah he sometimes is philosophizing
1: yes very much so <laughs> and, then,
0: and then you know what he knows i'm gonna i'm gonna actually put out a thing that's gonna like i'm basically like pointing out how he works how his thing works right um but he's still awesome for it he'll philosophize for a while and if he's philosophizing for too long he'll make a punchline that he's already made before he just reminds you of how funny it was yeah yeah and then you go, ah, oh! <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, like uh, his bird sh- his, what is it? Uh buckshot, uh b- buckshot birdshot. It was one of his, sta- it wasn't for Saturday Night Live. It okay. was uh, one of his stand-ups. Okay. It was it was talking about the right to bear arms.
1: Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes.
0: yes and yes, so yes. like he started out talking about shooting meth heads who yeah. come onto his property, and then he starts philosophizing about the right to bear arms for a while, and like, and then it seems like he's preaching, but at the end he's like, "But still, I just like shooting meth heads." And then at the club crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like, <he's> just, uh, <laughs> See, that's what you got to do. You got to raise people up, and then when they start going, "Wait a minute," I feel like I'm learning. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, by the way," yes, right. I'm thinking
0: <laughs> too hard. I'm thinking too hard right now. He's, uh,
1: so speaking. Of uh, murderers, man. Uh, Mando episode, oh, season we two. Went there, we went- for, for the listening
0: audience, you do not know what's happening to my face right now. I'm freaking out. So yeah, you know, baby, that's right. Baby freaking Yoda got canceled over the weekend or week, man. It was
1: crazy. But who canceled him? I don't understand. Was it uh was it Christians, Conservatives? Who who was the who were the cancelers?
0: Yeah, to be honest, you know, the guys who you know, these laughing guys who are like, Oh, we make we make the Mandalorian, it's all good, you know, Favreau and um yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard and all all that stuff. The truth is, is that everyone canceled them. Christians didn't like it. Regular old people didn't like it. Basically, only devil worshipers were into what happened. So for those of you who don't know, Baby Yoda had a reoccurring gag where he's eating the eggs of a sentient life form, like a creature that they're trying to help. He's like... She's like, please help me get my unborn babies to this planet. And for some, you know, he and she's a frog, and the whole thing is, you know, the Yoda people come from swamps and they like to eat frogs. And so the reoccurring gag was he sneaks over there and he starts nibbling and eating the eggs. It's so cute. He's eating. A
1: sentient creatures baby <laughs> unfertilized unfertilized it's important that we say that but it's
0: still disgusting, disgusting. it's <laughs> still disgusting i think everyone was gross that because the implication the,
1: the, yeah, the that's sheer true. implication dude it's crazy because when i was watching the episode first of all to all you content creators if if we can wax philosophical <laughs> for, for a second for all you content creators that uh that don't understand the way storytelling goes, and, and this style of storytelling. So obviously, Mandalorian doesn't follow a linear line of storytelling. It is very much like a spaghetti western series, like a bunch of movies that yeah, every end, episode's a one off. Yeah, at, but at the end, it kind of all makes sense. At the end, we saw that with uh, season one. Here is what I can't stand, and uh, I'm gonna refer to this YouTube, youtuber as youtuber X, as you have said before.
0: Okay. Let me take a deep breath here, because <laughs> you love YouTuber X, and you would never say anything bad about this person. I would
1: never say anything bad about anyone. But here's the thing, okay. man. I didn't have a problem with the episode itself, right? I actually enjoyed it. It had some very alien esque uh, vibes to it when they were, you know, running away. Followed some. Followed the. Actually, followed the the format of a sci fi movie. Quite closely, yo. That end action sequence that went on for a while—that was, was amazing, amazing, that amazing. Was amazing, great episode. Um, my only critique was the baby Yoda eating the eggs, only because it's like not only did it happen one time too many, too often, but it also gives birth to this whole weird internet conspiracy theory that he's going to be like a Sith Lord. Look, man, we need to start silencing people, man. Like, and I'm not talking about silencing people with their right to talk, but like, like AOC, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> AOC. No, I mean like we need to. Refute bad ideas in public, and I just think it was a poor plot mechanism. It was kind of funny the first time he did it, but I knew that this was going to be a reoccurring thing. Now let's get on to the canceling. Right, I'm not canceling Baby Yoda. Let me tell you why I'm not. I'm not canceling Baby. I'm not canceling Baby Yoda. I grew up in a time where we read the Iliad, and if you've never read the Iliad before then this is why you're probably overly sensitive to things that are going on in your life right now. There is so many things in that story alone, right, that right. people would be completely bugged out. And I'm not talking about Troy, the movie. We're talking about the Iliad baby yes. thrown from the top of the city gates storyline, <laughs> right? Story line, right? We, we read the same thing for you, man. I I know the school you went to. We read The Odyssey. When I was like yeah. in, the, in the third or my fourth favorite break. My
0: favorite part is that when he gets to Lemicus and they murder the suitors. Yeah. And their only crime was talking to a widow. Right. Right. And right. he's just like, let's murder them all. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm in high school. I'm like, this is awesome. This is what writing is.
1: <laughs> kill, them, kill them all. I read, I read Infinity Gauntlet. I'd, you know I'd, when i was a kid probably should have been allowed to read that now in retrospect not that i think about it cuz it, it shaped my world oh, it's dream. a classic it's, <laughs> it's a, a classic a, it's a classic but the problem is man any one of those stories if we're using the same criteria you should you you got to cancel homer you know you you got to cancel the you got to cancel marvel well,
0: you know in you know in schools they're freaking doing that already because now they have the, this trigger thing and so like if there's a sensitive topic they'll be like we're learning the Iliad. Does anyone have a problem with rape? And, like, some kids kids will be like, I do. And they're like, well, well now you're excused and you don't have to learn – you don't have to read the book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I want to give enough space to deal with people who've gone through – who've actually gone through traumatic things. And I want to give enough space to allow children the opportunity to be innocent – But you study literature and you read stories, and I also think it prepares you for some of the things that you're inevitably going to hear or see. It's
0: interesting. Yes, (laughs) I will point out. I will say that there is no such thing as a safe space. It's great that your parents and your teachers are trying to create a safe space, but in the real world, there is no safe space, and you're going to hear things you don't like and experience them. The world is a dark, evil place, kids, and you need to start getting used to it, the sooner you learn it the better. Now, I am sorry for anyone who has experienced any type of trauma, but and I used an example, I used the R word as an example of it. Yeah. And however, there are other they take that every consideration. So it could be murder, it could be whatever, whatever sort of uncomfortable thing. They're like, you're excused from actually learning about it, but it's like you know, it's like Fight club. It's like this is your pain yeah when he puts the lie on his hand and he's like i need to go to my power animal in my power cave and he's like no he slaps him he's like you need to live in the now yeah. this is your pain this is your pain and what, what i want to say to all you soft little kids out there this
1: is your pain start dealing with it because it's coming back at you yo it's coming back <laughs> yeah you shape you're shaping the world and this is the, the crazy thing about it man uh love that fight fight club reference right so when we're watching the scene with the uh, the mother in the episode of Mandalorian is completely aware of what Baby Yoda is doing. She knows, right? And she it, figures it out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. She figu- <sighs> At the end, you kind of see that she knows that he's been eating them. and uh, But she still found the capacity to save him. Baby Yoda was done for at one point. If we're being all serious, like, there was a, you know, that spider on his head, that was probably going to be the end of Baby Yoda had she not intervened. right. Right. <laughs> and she shot him so what does, that, what does that teach what does that teach us man like i'm not i didn't like seeing baby yoda eat the eggs only because i thought it was stupid after a while they kept doing the same thing over and over again
0: right Once you're right once would have been enough but they kept doing it and yeah. that's what kept irritating the pu- the public the public yeah. was like enough already
1: yeah but then you see that like in the setup of the story this is something george lucas doesn't have the capacity to do like you know in the setup in that story the mother still saves him she could have been like you had one too many eggs you little dick <laughs> and just let uh, to be honest
0: if i was the mother i might have done that or i might have you know, you know i might have missed my laser That's it true. would have gone high and, and the spider would have eaten that little
1: boy and here's the crazy thing i want to talk about the actual episode. and by the way i thought your review was amazing i, I just want to touch on Thank that you. for a second uh go screw yourself with the canceling go screw you. and here's the here's the problem shout out to one of my listeners on another show who actually enjoys this show klima Roy, you're gonna like this kid. He's an inside scooper. Now that he watches the fam- of uh fanboy modeling school, he will bring stories to us and like hey, ask us to review stuff. He's he's a, a great, great, great listener. Well, shout out to Klima, man. Just shout out to Klima. But uh one thing that he would agree on, too, is like I'm gonna try to say this with some grace and some elegance, man. If you cancel everything that offends you, it only represses the things that could help you develop and the more you do that the more you're going to wind up offending someone else that you didn't even know that you were offending and that gives way to resentment and then the next thing you know you have very angry people at your doorstep saying why did you get to make the decision for me about what i'm (laughs) what i'm able to
0: do another thing is Curating your own existence is absolutely impossible. Unless you are born a billionaire. Yeah. And you can do you can fire everyone or kick people out of your life or whatever. Real people have to deal with the world and things that come their way. One day you're going to walk down the street, you're going to see something you don't like. No. Now obviously if you're a billionaire, you you could be in a limo, you with tinted windows, you don't have to experience anything. But a real human, most humans have to deal with something they're not going to like and you're not getting anything out of curating yeah. what, the things you don't like and actually you know to be honest there there is an argument that maybe you should be exposed to things you don't like
1: yeah and at the same so time tougher all, skin kind of thing and all you cancel MFers your you're, you're inconsistency showing because most of you people love the Game of Thrones and most of you people had nothing to say about the incest that was taking place over and over none of you had anything to say about the child murder that was going on in Game of Thrones we watched two little boys get burned alive because they were they were presented <laughs> to be two other kids saw one doofy kid who just ran in a straight line get shot when Narrow. no one said one thing
0: Yo, about but do you know what they did try to cancel game of thrones on do you rem- do you remember what this is
1: no what they try to do though.
0: and so w- w- this is my favorite thing because one of the <laughs> okay so do you remember when sansa got married to ramsey yes so she gets married and so he is very forceful on their wedding night so the episode the episode ends. Oh, Ramsey,
1: Ramsey, uh, yeah, that's, Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's
0: the new. She wants to get back as the. She wants to be the lady of Winterfell because her his family conquered them, her old castle. Right, and so they get married, and so um, that night, he, she's like trying to have romantic sex with him, and he turns around, and he cuts her out of her dress, and he just bends her over, and like he's just being savage about it, and and you know he calls his manservant in, and the manservant's like standing there watching. And it's true. It's like traumatic. It's a horrible. And out of all the crazy, crazy things that have given me nightmares in Game of Thrones, that is the thing the Internet decides to cancel Game of Thrones on. And they're like, you've gone too far. You've gone. And I'm like, there has been endless rape and murder and destruction and pillaging throughout this entire series.
1: Yeah. It was like in season five when that happened. What is going on with you people? That that's the problem. It's an inconsistency issue. So from the gate, man. Actually, I'm gonna say something right now. I'll never, ever, ever watch Game of Thrones again for multiple reasons. One, because the ride, the first ride was good enough. I would, if I go back and watch it the second time, I'm just gonna poke holes and all the things I did enjoy. I'll tell you what people didn't have a problem with, the red wedding, right?
0: Right. Yo, that is so horrific. Spoilers for a show that's like a decade old. Yo, when they stab the crap out of a pregnant woman's stomach that literally get, I was like I was going to throw
1: up I was like that is horrible to see no, no one had a problem with. and it's like you you get to pick and choose what's horrific and I, I know different things impact people differently but screw it man baby Yoda cannot be cancelled you know why because you idiots are going to tune in again anyway right <laughs> just like I had a problem with, I'm going to watch the next episode I was disgusted by a baby <laughs> so Yoda
0: but I plan on watching first thing in the morning i'm gonna wake up turn it on and eat breakfast i
1: Uh, probably won't even go to sleep i'll just i'll just stay up until the premiere goes on (laughs) like that way i don't have to deal with it the rest of my day um now let's let's know because
0: it'll keep me up watching baby yoda kill other babies (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: let's talk let's talk about the actual episode man masterful masterful yeah i don't think people can really handle what's happening in this show right some people were like it was another throwaway episode i'm like you just literally enjoyed the first episode so how can this be another throwaway episode first season had episodes that were standalone and i thought even though they had they didn't advance the greater plot but they did actually every part of it at the end actually advanced the plot i thought this was amazing dude again like i thought it was more uh lone wolf and the cub type scenario you know more western style small uh, innocent traveler trying to get to and the next thing i know when the actual spider popped out and again baby yoda up to baby yoda shenanigans eating things which (laughs) when the actual spider started coming out man i was like wow there was a moment where you obviously you know they're not going to die but it's like man this is I did feel tense though. Yeah, even though you know,
0: no, and that's what a good scene is. Is when you know a character who can't die, you're still scared for them.
1: Yeah, and it's and the way
0: the spiders kept nipping at them as as he runs. I was like,
1: they're gonna get you any second, bro. And you actually, you know what? You're watching the Mandalorian. I'm sorry, man. We're going by the the standards of comic books and just, you know, lore in general, hero lore. You're watching him go from the lone wolf to a hero. Roy, follow me here, bro. There was a moment there when Mando's fighting, and I was like, oh, man, this is like the precursor to hero stuff. Like, he is literally, if it was just him, he would have taken an honorable death or fleet, right? But he's fighting not just to protect Baby Yoda. He's fighting to protect this woman, too, right? He could have left her. He could have left her there to die because of her own m- maneuvers.
0: But he- Well, so th- go for it. There is an argument that he might be too nice. And so here's the whole thing. He already knows where the Mandalorians are. And he has a jetpack. He could have taken baby Yoda and flown away and let those spiders eat her.
1: Yeah, but that's why the we're-
0: lady. and then later on just t- taking off in the ship. But
1: that's why we're watching him become a hero,
0: right? But he decided to stick with her. Yep. Really, the only reason he stayed in that situation, it, it, the way I see it, I was like, why didn't he just fly off as soon as they got out of the cave? I would have grabbed Baby Yoda and been like, peace. <laughs> didn't work out. Sorry,
1: <laughs> dude. Not only yeah. does he not do that, he picks up the eggs for her, and she can actually move a bit quicker than him and Baby Yoda. She's leaping, yeah. She's yeah. leaping. <laughs> and like, so it's like we get to watch the hero development of him. I don't think he's being too nice at all. I think he's introducing something, and I want to hear your side of this. But this is not aimed at you, Roy. This is aimed at all the man. I don't want to say Soy Boys, but this is aimed at all you internet weirdos out there <laughs> that would say something like the Soy the, Boys. <laughs> that would say something like he's being too nice. That's the point, man. The point right, he's is learning to be a hero. Yeah, we're learning. There would have been
0: a time that he would ditch the Frog Woman, but, but now Baby Yoda has made him soft, which will make him a good, a good man. he's yeah, gonna die a hero.
1: This is the way. There's some. It's introducing some of you.
0: I got money on the fact that he will die at the end of the series.
1: Oh, he's he's a dead man.
0: <laughs> he will die nerd. doing something heroic. I promise you. Getting, he'll be pushing Baby Yoda up into the spaceship. Yeah. To his own kind, and then he's like, oh, and he'll die for him. This is actually
1: uh, wait. I want to hear your thoughts before, because I've been talking. I want to hear what you think. What do you think about the development of Mandalorian man in this episode?
0: No, I'm loving it, and like people are complaining about like what is going on with this whole development. Yeah, you, know, you, you know, or they're like, this is another throwaway episode. This is standard television fare. So let me put point points this out to you. Yeah. See, the the first episode of any season, either. Is a one-off that has a hint in it that will be a future story, a kernel of a story, or it's just the wrapping up of a season finale, right? So it puts a kernel in our idea, Boba Fett, but usually this is totally standard fare for a show. The next two episodes will also be one-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Then my episode four, they go back to the original storyline that was in episode one. Right. So I'm willing to bet that t- this week's is going to be another one off. And then, you know, they'll continue the main storyline ne- next week. I think so. Uh, I... And that's fine. That You know, that's fine. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the problem. The problem is, man, uh Shout out to Fat Mantis, right? Go watch his review on it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you if you don't watch my review, get on it. Get, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> get like share. It. <laughs> like share. Subscribe, man. I, yeah. I I honestly like. So this is this is the type of stuff you and Suli would make fun of me for. This obviously is my type of character. He's honor bound. There's no second chances for screwing up. With honor, <laughs> it's like you fight the moment honor has been has been screwed over, and I can relate I'm to it. That. I'm into, I'm it. Be, I'm I'm into it. it. I'm totally into it. Uh, I I think it's. I'm glad with the one-offs, man. I'm glad with the one-offs because especially for uh, for Disney Plus, I think that we need this before we get to Wandavision, right? Because Wandavision is going to be the continuity monster.
0: Well, here. here. It's good. Here's the thing about one-offs, before we get into them. here's the thing about one-offs, people don't realize why they need them. They're great. And so remember when remember when a show used to be like 25 episodes yeah. a season? Yeah. That's like normal network television stuff. Yeah. And what it is, you can't do the main plot all the time. You need these one-offs to keep us entertained. Yeah. Same with Mando, man. Yeah. If if we went to every plot-heavy thing, he'd be done in a season. Yes. <laughs> he'd have eight episodes. I'd rather see him fight Ice spiders. So here's the thing. You know, too. it's good. It's all good,
1: and it ties it in because if you watch, if you're a fan of Dave Filoni's Rebels, then you obviously recognize these spiders, and to see how well they did the CGI right. in this episode, and actually, that was one of the best Rebels episode is when when Kane and him are fighting those spiders. That was the first time I I started taking the show more serious. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Rebels has its very cute It sequel. never
0: gravitated toward me, and I didn't stick with it long enough. I, I admit that. But I saw a couple episodes, and I was like, this is for babies when I was out. The best
1: episodes were the Vader reveal, the Sith Lord. Like, you know, obviously, when you get to see Vader, when you get to see the, uh, the Inquisitors... You know those. Oh, I been- hate them! I hate them! I can't stand them. But
0: like Darth uh, Maul uh, comes
1: back. People told, yeah.
0: So people, I tried to stick with the Darth Maul thing when people told me I did, couldn't. However, there were people like when Ahsoka finally duelled Vader. Amazing. Someone was like, "You have to see this," and I did. And I, I admit, I enjoyed that episode. Um, you know, there was just a lot of kitty stuff that I can't stand. Like, for instance, in that episode, the, you know, uh, the the Inquisitors. Yeah. We're taking their lightsabers with the circle thing and flying Fly. around like with helicopters. That is ridiculous. They're, that is not canon. That did not happen. Uh, yo, to the fanboy, to the highly offended safe space fanboy who is uh, pissed off at me right now, I got news for you. It's not canon. Move <laughs> out of your mother's basement. Okay, oh boy. Straight up, straight up. <laughs> The, it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I mean, craziest, cannot believe that they put that in.
1: Anything. The craziest thing about that is, man, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of formula. So this that episode followed the very obvious formula. Like you think that these things are bad, much like you thought that Spike was bad and Buffy, and then you realize that there are badder things. And so the reveal of Darth Maul when the Inquisitors is like this is easy for me like killing inquisitors it's obvious right. he's killed quite a few up until this point <laughs> like they've come after him and it's amazing that he just he murks them. he was like yeah no let me show you what evil Really looks like <laughs> right, 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 right. I
0: mean, they're jokers. They're jokers, but like the, their lightsabers were totally absurd, and their whole thing was well, absurd. They, they're
1: and- just barely higher than Padawans. I've done a lot of research on the Inquisitors yeah. and the Grand Inquisitor and the I think her name's the Second Sister from Fallen Order. They were basically the highest level of Inquisitors, and it was a reason that's
0: Sarah Michelle geller right?
1: Oh, uh... does the voice. What of the no, no no second sister? No 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 second sister. This is from your favorite property that you don't watch. Uh, fallen order. No, never mind. No, forget that.
0: Here's what I'm saying. What one of the main inquisitors from Rebels? The her voice is Sarah Michelle Gellar. of yeah. Buffy
1: fame. No no that it's I it's not
0: second sister. It's oh, fourth sister or some shit.
1: I don't let me let me now I gotta consult the internet machine during the show, right? God damn it! Um, it's
0: it's <laughs> important that we keep our you know our our fans uh, uh, you know knowledgeable and uh, up and uh, informed
1: listen if and
0: while you're at, at it will you please get the Nevada recount numbers
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> psychomind no we're uh, just talking about fan fanboy stuff right now so for all of you while we watch um steven get those numbers remember you're listening to fanboy modeling school the the world's greatest podcast no, so the For sec- nerdism and apparently politics.
1: So the second sister uh is referred to, I thought I had it right, was uh Trilla Sudari uh from Fallen Order. The one you're thinking about is like the fourth or sixth sister in okay. uh, and I correct me in the bottom, someone will. But yes, I think that was Sarah Miguel Sheller. and uh, God, where where is she where is she <laughs> where <are> they <laughs>
0: but this is Well, I know people were hounding her because she was a Trump supporter. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a Trump supporter. However, when Biden won, she congratulated Biden on her Twitter. So people are like, she clearly was a Trump supporter and then like fell off it. But for a while there, people hated her because she was a Trump supporter.
1: Here's the thing though, right? Oh man, we're back on Trump and that's fine. I just want to point something out, right? So there was a famous scene of uh, affluent black people going to see Trump when he won their election in 2016. Steve Harvey, Kanye West, people like that, uh, and other lesser known people, but who were affluent in, African Amer- uh, affluent in the African-American community. And do you know why they went there? Because that's what you do when new leadership comes in. The minute in a democracy a new president is elected, you say, okay, let's go to the table and let's see what this person, doesn't make you an Uncle Tom, or sell out to do that. Her congratulating Biden is what you're supposed to do because guess what? He is your president now. So now it's right, time. Right, right,
0: right. right yeah, <laughs> now S- it's time civility to civility into- <laughs> and, and just be just have class, man. Have yo know, to the viewers out there, have class. Lose with if dignity. If you're about to do non-class as opposed to having class, I say
1: have class, dude. You know what's gonna be crazy about Mandalorian? Man, I think that your I think your review of it is spot on. It needs to be a one-off, and it needs to stay this way. And I, 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 for me personally, I need that in my life right now. I need one-offs where I can just enjoy this one singular story and great storytelling. And if you can pull that off in 45 minutes, I don't care what YouTuber X says. YouTuber X can go straight to hell, in my opinion. The starters...
0: You don't talk about YouTuber X like that, okay? <laughs> okay? And then uh, it... You're, you're going to be respectful when you refer to YouTuber X. But what I'm saying is I think people really want that red meat. Yeah. We're used to the Red Meat. If you watch a YouTube series, it's plot after plot after plot after plot. That's one way to do a show. However, this is a different way to do a show. And I'm cool with this, too. This is the old way to do a show. Yeah. This is actually the old way to do a show when they don't, you know, not everything is plot driven. Sometimes you just have fun an episode. And I like that. But eventually, they gotta give us that red
1: meat. I, it's gonna. We're gonna get the red meat. We're gonna get the, uh, the, the the dark saber and all that stuff. And the reason that you people are having this visceral reaction is yeah, Moff Gideon, get in there, man. We miss you. <laughs> the the reason you guys are having this reaction is because you you don't understand your feelings. So let me. We've come to my favorite segment of the show. Let Steve break it down for you. Your feelings that you're having right now are enjoyment. Because you're so tied up in the idea of the things that are going to happen, Moff Gideon is going to come back. We're going to get more in, more information on the Darksaber. We're also going to get more information on what's going on with Ahsoka and other characters that you're looking forward to in Rebels. Just got to give it a chance to play out. Let your appetite get wet a little bit. And while Roy's off wandering around, folks, don't forget that fanboy modeling school is does come to you via anchor spotify apple music uh google podcasts and all your other podcast listening platforms generally the podcast itself goes up before the actual show on youtube so you can catch the full episode at any of those places make sure to like share subscribe and continue to support the channel and also give us feedback uh email us at fanboy school at gmail.com with any topics that you want us to discuss talk about we don't have sponsors right now so you don't have to deal with sponsor segments but we'd be interested to hear what you have to say about the topics you have an opinion on this impending civil war disagree with it think we're morons email us fanboymodelingschool at gmail.com let us know what you're thinking you got issues with what you're saying about soy boys and shills coming at the mandalorian for being the greatest show or maybe you're a supporter of youtube x email us let us know When Roy comes back, we'll get into the next segment. As of right now, this part will be edited out. So well said. (laughs) Oh, man. Give me one sec. We're still live, by the way. Bam. I put on the the timestamps for you so we know where to go to check it, to edit it. (laughs) I didn't want to pause the recording this time. Starting back now. I was just giving the people uh, the opportunity to tell us where they want to email us, disagree with us, also telling them where they can go check us out on Anchor while Roy was off doing whatever that he does when he goes through that little door back there. <laughs> What's behind that door, Roy? There's two doors there. What's going it's on? It's my torture
0: suite. <laughs> I see. It's where I keep the young ladies who are my visitors
1: you can't say that type of stuff on the internet or you'll end up like johnny depp right there the greatest segue of the year yes i like
0: it so we're all enraged we're all uh, terribly terribly enraged let me tell you before we get into this i wanted to say amber heard is very pretty and that's pretty much the only positive thing i have to say about this woman
1: wait you didn't like her uh, you didn't like her in aquaman
0: she's a horrible performance are you kidding me she is freaking wood she is w- she is literally a d- mannequin trying to trying to learn english while on camera
1: what about she the-
0: goes she goes we are here in a mystical city yeah like <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone's thinking just stay pretty just stay pretty okay can you just stay pretty um she's garbage she's a garb- garbage eating person and she has proven it recently But everything that went down with johnny depp man i think we're all very pissed at what's going on we need to talk about this
1: okay uh so w- the, w- what exactly went down here because this is a defamation case that was taking place in london of all places for some reason and my understanding was that the evidence had come out that at the very least that she had done some horrific things to Johnny. Now, I am still leaving space that he, including being on tape saying that she was gonna
0: frame him for being an abuser, <laughs> which that's the craziest part about it—that that is uh, in light and was brought up to the court.
1: Here's right? the thing, right? I, I was gonna try to be fair about this, but you know what? Roy's right, dude. When the evidence is stacked against you, and it's clear that now, am I saying that Johnny couldn't have hauled off and went a uh, complete Jack Sparrow one night, drunk? It's possible. But we don't have any evidence of that. What we do have evidence of is her saying that she was the one that was physically abusive. We have evidence of her admitting to, pooing on his bed with her friend and thinking it was funny. We have evidence of her.
0: I I can't believe that that happened. I didn't realize that. When I was was popping off of the mouth, I was like, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. And you told me she did that? I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that, oh my god. Yo, if someone... You might—he might have lost his temper from that, man. Yeah, she right. took a deuce in his bed. It, for the viewers friend. who are not understanding what's going on <laughs> with her with his friend, and you know, I mean, maybe you're into that. I'm very much not into that. Just record for the record, uh people. Um, for the ladies out there, if you if you're thinking I'm into poo stuff, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll find someone nice on the internet. Okay, cupid, there's a lot of those people there. Um, but so it's a defamation suit ultimately from the sun. Very, very big, big, uh, big publication in the UK where they called him a wife beater. And so he, you know, he lost, you know, he lost big in, in divorce court already. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to redeem myself. And he's constantly talking about how he's like, I can't, I feel horrible that people think I'm a wife beater. I'm going to prove that I'm not a wife beater. Right. Right. So he's like. And he not only does he have the son, but he's actually suing several American publications, too, which are, are are coming through him. And so everything comes to light during this thing. We find out, you know, she was a liar. She's on tape. There's all sorts of crazy stuff. And somehow at the end,
1: he still loses.
0: <laughs> yes, he loses miserably. And not only that, you know, I think we all know we've seen it. If you haven't been. Prosecuted or yeah. or whatever, or or you've seen it on television. There's a part at the end where the judge gets to say whatever the fuck they want <laughs> about you, and so during that part, he says you're a degenerate low life who ruined this girl's life she's not a gold digger she's a nice young woman i'm sure she was i'm sure she was blowing him on the side or something she's a nice young woman you're a horrible alcoholic you need to get help blah 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 And it goes on and i'm sure his life like he couldn't hear because his entire life was crashing down he had everything vested in trying to prove he wasn't a wife beater and it just kind of blew up in his face so um he is now publicly legally in a court of law determined to be a wife beater or Enough of a menace that it's not liable if someone thinks you're a wife beater so, is the standard.
1: And the thing is, like, yeah, so he didn't win this defamation case against his son. And it's it's crazy to think that – and I know what happened here, right? Johnny went in there. I call him Johnny. We're on the first name basis. I've known him since 21. Years. He's
0: our boy. He's our boy, man. He was a guy. We we're, um, were playing cricket the other day. He's our boy.
1: He's our guy. Um, He went in there thinking that he's like, I'm right. I am right, and I am innocent. I will be vindicated. I will be vindicated. <laughs> what <he> <laughs> but what he forgot was, welcome to our latest segment, Not in 2020, Johnny. You don't not know. in 2020, right. man. Not in 2020. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get vindication for this. So essentially, what this means, but this, this kind of hurts the, 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 I don't want to say the Me Too movement. Once again, if you're not dealing with the facts of this, and again, I'm going to leave space for Johnny Depp to be a dick. I'm going to leave space. But if you're not dealing with the facts, you're a dick too. Like, we're all just going to brush under the rug, whether he recorded this stuff or not, that she is admitting this. I'm not some crazy friggin' far-right stan that's just like, women are are evil and the Me Too movement is here to take our penises. No! (laughs) In this instance, like... We got all the evidence we need. I don't know how he kept it together in front of the judge. I mean, I know how he kept it together. No one wants to get tackled by the, you know, the guards at the courthouse. But in my head, I was like, I probably would have been like, "You know what, your honor? Screw
0: you." <laughs> and to be honest, that proves that he has self-control because yeah. he didn't do that. Yeah. He probably has a ton of self-control. But he um and I you he, know, I imagine that when he's drunk, her argument is when he's a drunk, he's a different person. Uh, you know, I you know, yeah, on, I on. I think, you know, it's so there, were, there are violent weird. drunks, yeah. and there are pathetic drunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just become sad, and they're like, my life could have been better. Let me tell you about it. And you're like, please don't. <laughs> and they just keep going on and on. That's probably Johnny Depp. That's what his other girlfriends all said he was about. Yeah. But um, so he didn't pop off. He didn't flip out. And
1: it's 2020, like you said. And he lost. So it gets worse. Yeah, it keeps getting worse. The, it, go, do you want to say it, or do you want me to say it? I want to say it. Go for
0: it. So although they are contractually obligated to fulfill his role, so you have to understand that in the business, when you are as powerful as someone like Johnny Depp or J.K. Rowling, for example, yeah, people can't break out of contracts with you. It yeah. is harder for them to break out of contract. Usually they signed a contract where you have the edge. And it takes a lot to fire a star, like a major, 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 major movie star, like Johnny Depp, or someone who is as rich and powerful as J.K. Rowling. Right. So they can't fire him. Right. They can't fire him out on Warner Brothers. However, they had a sit down with him, and they were like, will you leave the film? Yeah. And so he's like, "And to be a good sport, he said yes. However, I want to point out, he they told him they'd give him two-thirds of his salary. No, all. Which is... No, I think because I think he was supposed to get 15, and he's getting 10. uh so it's still double digits millions. Wait, I thought they fulfilled his contractual payment. Did I have that wrong? Did they give him everything, all 15?
1: Um, I will we'll verify after. I'm almost pretty sure he got his. because so, I was gonna say, if I'm wrong about this, because I actually heard, I might have heard this on YouTuber X's show. But um, here's the thing: Johnny Depp, J.K. Rowling, Dave Chappelle, they have what you call. No, let me push the contract back to you power. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. like usually the that studio does. <laughs> The studio slides it to the table and like this is what you're getting, kid, and then these three people can go, no this is what i'm getting in fact so, uh,
0: you know i, I, I heard two-thirds <laughs> but we'll see but still that is still even if it's, it's quite 10 a million money. that's a ton that's quite so- a bit of money you know he gets this he gets this amount and he gets to walk away and then he wrote a nice letter to his fans he put it on his instagram and it was like i and he says that he's still going to continue fight to prove that he's not a woman beater and i say man just just fucking hide or something. Just take your money, go hide for a little, for a couple years and then come back.
1: I disagree. I think Johnny should continue to fight only because he's innocent and only because he has the money and only because he's in the twilight of his career anyway. There aren't that many interesting roles left for him. I think that this is actually a good out because that Fantastic Beast property sucks.
0: All of it, it sucks. Even Harry Potter fans are not into it. Yeah, it sucks all yeah, of it. Yeah.
1: But I think he should take it to the box and not let this go. You know what, Roy? I, I'm going to admit something on here that I don't want you to start admitting stuff either. I have once been wrongly charged, and I took the deal. And now that, me taking the deal, affects me, impacts me negatively whenever I do an interview. For the rest of your life. Right? Yes, yes, 100%. No. let me just be franked. Am I you? (laughs) I've done horrible things. I've been the villain in so many stories. But this one thing, I actually (laughs) was not the villain. And it's the The one one time you were innocent. (laughs) innocent. And it's also the one time I was actually prosecuted. Of all the things I've done, it's actually the one time when they caught me. And I was like, "Eh, you know what? I'll do anything to get out of this situation right now. You want me to sign some paperwork? I didn't know. See, and this is where the court of law. Like sometimes the systemic racism thing. I take everything with a grain of salt, and we measure it out case by case. But they told me I was pleading down to one charge, which was a misdemeanor. I didn't know I I I actually on paper pled to a straight up felony.
0: <laughs> Wait, they did you like that? They are they, able to do that. Did one
1: one hundred percent. They did me like that. One hundred percent. So I think Johnny, don't take the deal, bro. And here's why I'm saying don't take the deal. If you are truly innocent, truly innocent, continue to fight for your innocence and continue to fight for the innocence of others. And while you're fighting for the innocence of others, also, we want all those guys that have been abusive dicks, you know, put them under the jail. If, they're stu- if they haven't yeah, changed their ways. Absolutely. Women, if you're stuck in an abusive relationship, there are hotlines, support groups, get out of it. For those guys, they continue. if you, you know, if they change their life, more power to them. But if they continue to be that way, bury them under the prison. But I think Johnny should go out. You know, he should. This is the, this is the same thing. And you know, I wanted to put this on the topics, but I didn't because it's so hard to talk about. The same thing with Matthew McConaughey. I have so much respect for people who are like, "No, screw you. I'm gonna keep saying what's true about I mean, it." Say, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you.
0: I feel you. Um, do you think the, that, is,
1: that is? Do you think the Johnny Depp fans are becoming too toxic now at this point in his defense?
0: So, have you seen the whole red circle thing? Yes, I have. So on Twitter they're putting red circles, which I I mean I didn't even realize that what's that that's what it was, but apparently there's a lot of Twitter love for this dude. There's like these red circles or whatever, and they're going on and people are people say the craziest things. People are like, "Let's hang, let's hang Amber Heard Stupid. from a no, tree or
1: something." No need for that.
0: Like, <laughs> why don't you why not you guys like simmer down or whatever? But you know he does have a lot of fans, which is gonna badly impact, you know, badly impact Fantastic Beasts if they asked him to leave. Yeah. So. To keep the drama going, as we know, you know, Amber Heard has Aquaman 2 coming up. And so, although they have already, before the announcement came out, they reduced her role in it, they're not going to fire her, though, because she is publicly considered a victim now. So, he gets to lose his job and she doesn't. And so, that's driving people crazy. I'm very not happy about it. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm not going to front. Like, that is just that is some effed up stuff right
1: there. Yeah, right? The crazy thing though is the, uh, like the responsibility falls on Johnny's fans, right? We have you have to prove him, you have to prove the narrative wrong, which is you don't need to become a bunch of toxic internet troll monsters in response to this. It's just like you show them your power as a consumer. Say it once. Say it as many times on Twitter. I will not be supporting Aquaman because this woman's in it. Boom. I
0: I've, I've actually thought about that. I was like, should I do that? Although I love Aquaman. I love the first one.
1: Oh, I, I didn't um, see it yet, but I, I heard it was great.
0: You know, it was ve- oh man, it was great. It was good good time. Um uh, very new unique superhero movie, but and I love Momoa, man. Momoa is awesome. I
1: think Momoa, Momoa is too good for the level that they've been putting him in as Aquaman. I'm just going to say that, man. I think- well,
0: remember, they're they're cashing in what they get, you know, what he is. And he's a muscle guy, surfer dude. Yeah, yeah. They don't have faith he's going to have it. You know, if you ever saw the show on Apple Plus C. I heard it's good. I heard it's really good. It's actually the, I honestly think it's the best acting he's ever done. Yeah. He actually has dramatic roles to do and he's not just flexing or whatever uncle man is him just flexing and that's what wb likes and apparently that's what people like because they paid for it you know <laughs> it, it hit a billion dollars you know <laughs> broke that billion dollar mark so um it's just it's it's all fucked up in, in in every way which way amber heard's not getting fired johnny depp did get fired yeah um his name is slandered and then, um, and of course, the vultures are circling because they want his job, right? Who's going to be the next one?
1: Right, 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 right. So here's the thing. We can't, But what's the guy's name?
0: I can't. Uh, Mads Mickelson, right? Mad- He's the top of the line or something, right?
1: So it's funny because, uh, I keep referring to this person, but I agree with something YouTuber X said. Or not, so a piece of historical information. When James Gunn was in this very scenario, which, by the way, James, you know, everyone's got to be held to account for their own voice. Maybe next time, don't some off base color shit about kids because that's about all. kids yeah no uh, i feel you I'm, I'm, i've never been a fan of that either but the basic thing is like a lot of people why's it got to be kids man just kids, a lot
0: of off color jokes like why has it
1: got to be kids? <laughs> just leave the kids alone but uh a lot of people uh when they came to them to do his job on you know uh, guardians they were like no i'm not doing that to him and that's the type of unity that you need in this situation but i don't think that you know I would not take the fantastic fantastic beast role for one simple reason. It's shite. <laughs> like that's it's it's absolute shite.
0: However, yo, if you are a C level celebrity, yeah. yeah, do you really have a choice? So, like, for instance, like Anna Taylor Joy, you know her? No. She played Magic in New Mutants. She was also in uh uh The Queen's Gambit recently. Right. right She's right. a model turned actress, right? Okay. Beautiful good actress decent decent actress i really hope she's doing a thing so anyway she's gonna be in the furiosa movie the what from, um from uh mad max you saw okay, mad max yeah, 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 yeah. fury road the you know Char- charise theron and however for that movie they want you know they wanted to make a spinoff for a character but they said you're too old to charlie's theron who's freaking beautiful she's the second most beautiful woman on the planet in my opinion so they said you're too old and they cast anna T- taylor joy and everyone is like people are like what's your problem why are you doing this and i'm like saying she's a low-level actress she has no choice but to say yes if warner brothers says we want to make a movie with you starring in it how could she possibly say no no it's, right it's, so, it's true it's and true. I, like if, if someone came out to, i'm not an actor but if someone was like do you want to take Johnny Depp's role? The answer is yes. It's not a no. It's never a no. So, everyone, I love it that, like, it's kind of like this concept of selling out. Everyone's yeah. always like, why are you selling out? You shouldn't sell out or whatever. Sometimes when you're poor, you need money. See, the answer isn't, well, I need integrity. I'll just keep eating spam every night. F that! I want to get paid for my craft, bro, Ham.
1: <laughs> you know it's crazy. the The mere thought that Charlie Strode is too old. If you guys ever want to go enjoy a great movie about based on a graphic novel, go watch Atomic Blonde. I put that on. Oh the way up. my.
0: God, that is so good. I love that. (laughs) It's such a great movie.
1: It's crazy to think that anyone said she's too old. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just don't... uh, Say the guy's name again. It's not that I don't like him. I just... I have a hard time with names. Mads Nicholson? Yeah, especially names like that. (laughs) So... He's, so, a, he's isn't he, he's the Hannibal guy right he's been in Hannibal he was in Doctor Strange he was also in a great oh, right. great right. movie that people were forgotten about King Arthur he played the uh, uh the assassin type character there which King Arthur there's been a lot oh the one where they're basically f- it's is a, it
0: the guy from sons of Anarchy is, is King Arthur no not that one that that's no oh, that, that had crazy. potential
1: madness that's another weird dark movie no this was the one that had a Not Eric Bannon. I forget the guy's name, but basically, this is supposed to be a more historical account of King Arthur, where they show that King Arthur was a Roman and that they were actually fighting against Saxons. Yo, Kieran Knightley's in it, right? Yes, yes, Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was—he's in that movie, also with his Hannibal co-star. I think that this guy is a great actor. He was great in Hannibal, and uh, he was great in Doctor Strange as well. Um, if he decides to do this, actually, when I first saw it and shout out to Clem again. Clem had a strong reaction to this and I don't blame him. Don't want to do uh Johnny Dangerous uh Johnny Dirty on this one, but uh I actually think he would be kind of good as a villain. Probably the villain the guy they should have picked to play the villain from the beginning. I think villains are better cast as B-level actors. Johnny Depp for me was not the correct casting from the gate for this movie, man. It's like it's just I agree. I agree. I I but I get what you're saying. You want to get paid for your craft. But just remember that at any given point you can be falsely accused too and apparently WB does not care about the facts right <laughs> like they don't care about
0: the optics you know, I get they're, it they they they're in a situation you know what it is the optics play against them yeah because if they fire her or if they're good to him either either result or both Will result in people, women's groups and all this stuff, or anyone who's pissed off, just to lash out at them and be like, look at you. You 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 help abusers. Yep. And that's the unfortunate situation that we're in right now.
1: No, absolutely.
0: Um, I- and then they got they gotta play they gotta play the correct card. And the only card really is is uh yeah, you want less protest, basically. And everyone's protesting for anything. So anything that slightly looks wrong, it's horrible, it's wrong. I'm sorry. But it is the way it is. Anything that slightly looks wrong, they're going to have to say, no, we can't do it.
1: Um, Here's the uh, last thing I have to say about this subject, man. Johnny, keep fighting the fight, right? You got paid the money. I think at this point you do PSAs you know you take uh you keep re- yeah keep releasing the information don't blow your fortune on this though but keep standing yeah, don't the- keep pursuing legal stuff just bounce bro bounce yeah. i think disney owes them an apology over this whole thing like the minute information comes out where it defeats the narrative where you got fired You got a case against Disney. It's like, well, you fired me based on these claims. Now I may have lost my defamation case, and even though that publicly makes me look like an abuser, I was not tried in a court of law for being an abuser. And that's what I meant to say earlier. So this is the wacky thing about England's uh, judicial system. Had this case been tried in America, he just lost a lawsuit. That's all it is. He he's he's lost a lawsuit. Doesn't make him any more an abuser. It's just like, and it's notoriously hard to sue those British tabloids. In the states, though, it's just like you lost a lawsuit. Evidence still, you know, shows that you know she had, you know, it's just a false accusation. Had this been an actual criminal proceeding, and he had lost it, where like God. he was on trial for being abusive, I would have lost my shit on yes. his, on oh his, on yeah. his behalf because that judge was clearly biased. And I don't know how it works in in, in England, man, but I know that when that stuff happens here in the states. It's like the same way when the abuser gets away with it. I'm extremely upset for the woman. Like when you're looking at it and it's like, yeah, this guy's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he, yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah, definitely, dick. Yeah, he's definitely. a dick. I'm like, I'm, I'm mad for the woman. I'm mad for Johnny in this situation.
0: Well, I'll say this. I will say this, that I have a theory about the judge. Okay. So I believe that he was doing <laughs> at the end, I believe that he was doing the tough love thing to Johnny. Oh, to get him straight. Did he, yeah, that he saw Johnny was had 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 uh, you know alcohol problem, and like instead of ever giving him his way, he's gonna say I'm gonna make you feel so ashamed, and you're, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna be I'm gonna actively be part of the reason you hit rock
1: bottom, so that you can get help. So this is this is the last thing I have to say about that. If you're a B actor, I get it. I'm not gonna hold you to the same standard that you know directors who have power who are being approached by the MCU to take James Gunn's position. I get that. But here's the thing, right, man, uh, about Fantastic Beast, I think this guy, my guy from Hannibal, would be a better villain. But this property sucks. So I would say no based on that alone. I, would, I mean, the money's great. But even though I think he could bring a different dimension to it, it's—it just it sucks, man. I know you guys are big Harry Potter fans on your side of the world, Roy. I just watched the whole thing with my <laughs> wife recently. And I was like, today's the day, man. Uh, Today's the day where I become a Harry Potter fan. I'm going to finally understand the things I didn't understand when I was on drugs and drunk all the time. And when I watched it all through, I was like, this is completely pointless. I wasted hours of my life. I hate this franchise. (laughs) So I would probably leave Fantastic Beasts alone based on that alone. I mean, it's not
0: you know i love rowling and all and stuff but these last two movies have been like whatever and so i saw them and i can't tell you what even happened in them they're that forgettable and that's just kind of lame and like you know if there is intricacy to like its storyline it it is lost on me and i think it's lost on a lot of people and i don't think i don't think it's i don't think it's doing box office like great numbers
1: no 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 no
0: so he might, he might he, they might have done him a favor by getting rid of him.
1: <laughs> exactly. God works in mysterious
0: ways. <laughs> and you know what? He could, because he's like an actor, <laughs> he could really channel this or pivot to doing like movies about like guys falsely accused or whatever, or alcoholics or whatever. And he could get some real art out of this. Yeah. And I- he could later on have credit to complain about WB firing him for no reason.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a wrongful. Well, because he got paid, he can't file the wrong wrongful. But uh, first of all, Johnny needs to address the drinking issue, right? I'm not here to tell anyone who needs to be sober or how sober you need to be. But if there's an issue, address the issue before that issue takes your life. That's my official stance on it. So. Yeah, you know, screw fantastic beast man it's not the mcu now if i was fired from an MCU job over some nonsense like this speaking with uh chadwick boseman
0: like terrence how no like terrence howard for a second yeah terrence howard. the original original war machine yeah i mean he just honestly. he just
1: asked for i thought that whole thing was he asked for more money and they were like no that's not happening
0: no no they wanted to pay him less <sighs> than his contract originally said that like, so the whole idea was they were like, we need to increase Robert Downey Jr.'s pay, we need to lower yours. And he was like, F this, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. And look, look at all the movies he's missed out, all the opportunities. And uh, to be honest, uh, you know, John Chi a nice guy, but Terrence Howard was a way better.
1: But here's the thing did, he, did he really miss an opportunity? Because War Machine, because of the whole contractual thing they had going on with Universal or whoever it was, that they had to change his name to Iron Patriot, and and that wasn't for a plot. There was an actual suit going on. They had to change his name from War Machine.
0: I mean, here's what I'm saying. Right. At the right. end of the day, it's true. He didn't get to, he didn't get his own part. He didn't yeah. get he didn't fly up or whatever. However, yeah. Just having here's what it is. These these kind of franchises create this concept where you have steady work. Yeah. Even if, this, if even it's cameo, they're like you're in five minutes of the movie. Fine, that's great. That is a guaranteed five minutes, so you can go do other things. Yeah. But it is work. It is constantly work. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like it's messed up that he missed out on that constant work, oh. that cameo at end end game that he should have.
1: But you know what, man, he got Empire and that he got paid well on empire oh yeah no. got, oh, empire
0: and, is great empire is great i mean i stopped watching it after a while it was but not concept, a <laughs> it's amazing
1: <laughs> it was not just <laughs> after a while you know what's crazy though man is uh if i got fired from an mcu job right like some of that good mcu movie i'd be really upset i just found out something that i don't know why it hurts me a little bit Chadwick boseman's estate more money than i have in my bank account only five hundred thousand dollars and now the whole thing is getting ready to start with his wife and uh, the family, and it breaks my heart to think that that's going to happen. And one, $500,000. Chadwick 000. only yeah. had five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Why? I don't think he. Uh, I don't think the contract was as fat as we all think it was for Black Panther.
0: And you know, actually, you know what's interesting about this—the way the contracts work in this. Like for instance, Gal Gadot got who plays Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. In her first movie, Wonder Woman one, she got paid five hundred thousand dollars, and the stipulation is if she if she gets a sequel, she gets paid ten million dollars. That's it. That is a twenty times that's twenty times increase. Yeah, but and the fact that he didn't make it to a sequel, that must be it. Yeah, that it, like it's all hinging on whether you earn a sequel by making money.
1: And technically, so you, got, you get paid chump change in the beginning. Technically, he did a uh, billion dollar property, and I mean like. Right when they, anyway, when the, the Chadwick thing is upsetting. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Rest in, rest in peace, Chadwick. 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 Um, speaking of the MCU, what I've been waiting to dive into all night. I've, I've literally been waiting to talk to you about this. WandaVision. 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 they finally set January 15th. WandaVision so we know that this is a one-off this is a miniseries folks it's of course it, it's, there's no way they could keep that going no it's a, and a, you know what's going to be great about this uh Kevin Feige's fully going to be unleashed now and uh getting into the Disney plus realm and you know he's not going to have to deal with the time constraints of film and all that stuff he's going to get to tell a longer story which i think he's been wanting to do for a long time and he got to tell a great long story with the entire infinity saga i think this is going to be amazing now i'm dialing my expectations back right right cuz things could suck it is 2020 We could turn this on, and every week it could be nonsense on top of nonsense, and the MCU could finally crash and burn, and the Snyder Cut can come out, and the world can go topsy-turvy. Mexico becomes America. America becomes Mexico. It could all go wrong. Cats and dogs
0: getting along together. (laughs) It could
1: all go go wrong. (laughs) Kamala Harris could become the vice president. It could all go terribly wrong, folks. (laughs) But what I think is going to be great, Because we'll finally get to stop theorizing about what's going to happen with the multiverse. We're going to be that much closer. Because I actually think, I don't know if I said this last week. I actually think Doctor Strange's movie, strangely enough, is going to be the thing that really kicks this whole thing off. It's going to be to our next phase of the MCU. And they got us right where they want us again. We don't know if it's secret invasion. We don't know what's happening. And it just dawned on me before the show. I was like, they did it again. It's Infinity War, all over again. I have no idea about what's going to happen
0: next. Well, I'm more gassed at this phase and this phase altered because of the pandemic, yeah, than ever before. Yeah, than any other phase. Like right. this is the one I'm I'm the most gassed at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we've got Black Widow. Yeah, we got Shang Amazing. Chi. And, and, you know, in the yeah. Legend of the Ten, Ten Rings. We've got the Eternals, and these these like I'm 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 gassed about Black Widow. The other two whatever. Yeah. But then we're gonna have Spider Man three. Yeah. Thor, love and thunder. Blade. And then and then and then it's gonna and then no four is gonna end with Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, okay. Doctor
0: Strange. And then they go into five, which is gonna be like Blade and Captain Marvel and Black Panther and all this all that stuff. Um, but this one with the whole multiverse and like people coming in with different you know different actors playing different things and there's gonna be a multiverse thing the three spider-men rumor this is gonna this is awesome man this is like
1: but yeah but i think it's awesome but also I'm, i'm just i gotta tell you bro i'm sick of it right because we don't know what's going on we don't know if garfield signed on now it turns it sounds like he's rejected the contract toby mcguire's a thespian again and he doesn't want to have anything to do with it and it's just like but we're gonna get to focus on wandavision because now we're gonna get to see op Wanda. so you and i are old enough to remember the Scarlet Witch in the comic The book, Scarlet <laughs> Witch, man. And uh you God know God bless her. God bless her soul. Her heathen soul. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like as a kid growing up, I just she was such a throwaway character originally. Like her and Quicksilver, like they're Magneto's kids, and she kind of does a telekinesis thing and there may be magic involved. And uh it's she started to grow. Right. It was never clear. It was never because clear.
0: Because actually for a while there in in the comics. She, when I was a kid, she used to jinx people with her powers. Yeah, yeah. She used to go "la la la" or yeah. whatever, and then like something would go wrong with their powers or their equipment. Right, right, right. And so this TK, this TK tele- telepathy thing was a lazy man's way of putting it in the MCU.
1: Yeah, and then you know you see the character start to develop later on in comics, and then we get to the House of M where everything, like, okay, this is a Wanda, you know, even Doctor Strange in the comics was like, there is no chaos magic. And then they were like, guess what, there is. And He finds out how OP she is. I think it's going to be great to see how she's dealing with this whole situation. And, uh, man, I, I don't, I can't tell you how much I'm waiting for this. Because, and, I, I, and actually, you brought up the quarantine. This has been good for the MCU as well. Because we were all, whether we know it or not, heading for superhero fatigue. Right, it was after the Infinity Saga. Very dangerous, true. very dangerously close. And to it
0: you. felt like the MCU was done. Yeah, like the end end game literally feels like the end game. Yeah, like, like yeah. I was like, can they actually make a movie after it? We know Spider Man came after, but it was an it was a bookend. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So at yeah. that point, you're like, how can you ever have anything as epic as that?
1: Yeah. Oh, come on, man. That scene where they come out the portals. You everything you've any problem you've ever had with the MCU up until that point. Don't lie. It all went away. We all forgave them for Thor 2. We all forgave them for Captain Marvel. We forgave them for everything because it, just like the point I was making about Mando, it all made sense once you let the story
0: unfold. Yeah, there's all these great moments. Yo, Captain America, when he has the gash on his arm, and then he just closes his shield tighter. Yeah. Because he's going to keep fighting. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? Captain America with with the Thor hammer. Amazing. Oh my god, man. There's all this there's just a bunch of crazy that yeah. it was like finally we get to see Spider Man with this kill kill all um oh yeah kill kid, <laughs> And they tied there's they're just they're... like a bunch of great moments,
1: man. You know what I me and you have to do, you and I have to do an episode where we refute thoroughly Scorsese, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Aniston, and all these other cocksuckers. I know you'll bleep that out, but that's what they are who hated on the MCU just because people decided, hey, you know what? I'm done with love stories for the next ten years. I want to see these things come to be. I don't I don't I don't need the go ahead. So
0: here's the thing. It's not that love stories or dramas or whatever the, are going are, away. No. It's that because they're lower budgets, yeah, you can have them on streaming. They're yeah. small movies. You don't need to go to a theater to see, like for instance, Marriage Story was up for Academy Award last year. It certainly deserved it. It was amazing. You don't need to go to a theater to see that. Yeah. No. You don't like, the, you know, Scorsese and the Irishman. You don't even need to go to the theater to see that. Thank God. <laughs> the thing, I couldn't sit through three hours of that. But, but what I'm saying is the reason why you have a big screen now, we realized, is to see crazy, mind-boggling shots, cinematography, and, of course, CGI
1: stuff. Yeah you go to a movie for an experience bro you go to detach you go to detach man
0: you know what? right right so and then when nowadays like a, a, a drama between a mom and dad yeah you know is not gonna be it's not gonna be what what you what's gonna make you detach in a theater yeah you can see it on netflix man
1: and plus there's enough drama between mom and dads you know what i'm saying like that's a lot of real life feelings and stuff like that that maybe i don't want to deal with for two Yo,
0: it, you know marriage story took me three viewings because it was so me. I,
1: I i don't do it i simply at this point with everything going on in the world there's enough realism in my own life i don't need to watch it on the screen there's some things i'll catch if i've like enjoyed a director but six episodes we got a release date we know that they're stuck in some weird part talking about WandaVision, we know that they're stuck in some weird reality that she's created uh i don't know how that's going to play out the sitcom element is great i'm not as hung up on that as other people are and that's okay if you enjoy that aspect again for me this is just another opportunity to see where they're going to go because now i think they have to make a decision right we have to look at our mistakes in the past and we have to say how do we improve upon them we can never make another thor two they can never and i say this like if i was in the boardroom meeting and i was standing next to feige like if i was even just a a notch uh, above him like this can never happen again I cannot emphasize this. Your fans will... No, we will. They may not stick around for another... <laughs> we stuck around as a door too. Don't get wrong, but... I'm trying to think, of like, Age of Ultron. We, we we can't stick around. We can't make the mistakes that the DC... Ex- whatever that shit's called over there. We can't make those mistakes, right? It's It's got to be polished, and I think it's going to... With more centralized control, I think it's going to be great. First episode has to hook us in test audiences that were apparently there. If I'm to believe every leak on the internet, even though it's friends and families, apparently they loved it, man. Like they absolutely loved it. And I really do hope Wanda is the big bad. And in fact, I was telling someone else, man, I wanted it to be a times up leading into uh, our generation's secret wars. But now I don't think I want that story told because if you were ever going to have an end game story for the MCU, I think it should be time up like I think it should be that storyline with the incursions like if everything was going to come to an end it should end on that like and everything resets and it's like dude, they save the multiverse and plus I don't know I, w- I don't know if they would be able to tell that story correctly in all honesty when you look at endgame in the infinity war they didn't really get it right but you let it go right because you're so you're so committed to it you know what i'm saying like
0: yeah i mean basically they're not getting the stories right but uh they're just times that you love them but you know it's it's like um george rr martin had said yeah um you know the, the original writer of game, game of, of thrones. thrones yeah the reason he doesn't like changes is because he's like if you change something small it creates a ripple and you have to change another thing and another thing and another thing and by the end of it it doesn't look anything like that and you know what he said that two seasons into game of thrones and he's right but because by the end of game of thrones it doesn't look anything like the novels
1: no nothing at all right and that's what's
0: happening with that with, with the whole thing that they're like you know they're doing things like they're like well Nebula's fun let's make her a main character and it's like <laughs> when has nebula ever been a main character like what are you talking about <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the, just kind of and that's just one example of like all the craziness that it's going on, on a total weird tangent yeah and the, you know.
1: it's crazy, man. You and I talked about this before. I think they're going to fix some some continuity issues centering around Vision. So at some point they said, "I, I won't." You, you can't prove me wrong in this. Not talking about you. I will not believe that I'm wrong. They. Could not figure out what to do with Vision or how to introduce Adam Warlock. So they made Vision a mixture of Adam Warlock. Yes, that's a great example. That's a great example. He has an
0: infinity gem for some reason. For some reason, like it makes logic sense that he would have the soul gem and not the mind gem, but they gave him the mind gem. And I'm like, no, he's a robot, he needs a soul. Give him a soul gem. What is wrong with you? And you're right, he has a very care various characteristics of both Adam Warlock and him, so he's kind of there. Yeah, yeah. It's it strange. It's and, and like what's gonna happen, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, they have a Adam Warlock. what is his place? What does he do in this thing? Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you now have a story where Captain the original Captain Marvel, who's just a normal scientist, and this guy, Adam Warlock, have never fought Thanos when they were Thanos's biggest freaking antagonists ever? Yeah. It's just and they mess it they, they like you know mess up. You know, or like Captain America. So you're telling me like they spent all of Winter Soldier making, um, making what is it, Crossbones? Yeah. And so Crossbones is Crossbones at the beginning of Captain America three, but is killed within five minutes. Oh, you... so you're telling, ahead, telling me the Crossbones, one of Captain America's greatest villains, is killed within five minutes of donning his costume.
1: Or, or like, what is that? Or, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Redfield, Redfield is that his name? Redfield. Uh... Ooh. Redford, Redford, Redford. Redford. Uh, you're telling me that that reveal, which in the comics, it was turns out to be Red Skull, right? So, okay, we throw that away. So he's not Red Skull. It's just useless, he's just not- useless Hydra guy. And then you get the reveal that Red Skull is with the Soul Stone in Infinity War and Captain America doesn't get to confront him. And now I know that would have been obvious. Here's okay, you know, this is what this is becoming. Yeah, no, you're right. That's
0: totally that's insane. That's so, totally I'm, insane.
1: I'm, I'm I'm just pointing out some of the issues, and I'm this is what I'm saying, why they get to the reset. This all goes back to WandaVision. But there were so many things that we could have complained about with Endgame, but in spite of those things, seeing it all come to that place, and it did really feel like an end. It felt like an end to the phase one boring, phase two calamities, and then ultimately phase three, and you know, just it it just it was amazing. But you get this issue where it's like uh Scarly character when they're on the so the planet with the Soul Jim. That was a pointless sacrifice to me. I'm sorry, I'm just not I'm not gonna let this go, man. I, I'll say it to anyone who's listening to me in Starbucks. The edited version makes more have you ever seen the cutscene of that with her and Hawkeye? Wait, hold on, you didn't like her sacrifice? The sacrifice makes more sense with the original cut that they had. I, I don't know. You haven't seen it? If They had it up on Disney Plus for a while. So basically same scenario. They go to the planet they're doing their whole thing. Well no let's wrestle and I'll kill myself. You kill yourself. But this is the problem when that type of stuff is going on. There's an overarching evil in the background right? There's a reason you're here and you need to be dealing with that. And this reason is cosmically aware now that you guys are trying to screw them over. And the cut Thanos shows up to that planet and right when they're having their whole like who's gonna die scene Scarlett Johansson makes the break for it as they're fighting Thanos's drones and they have this great shot of Thanos walking up in the background Wait, they shot this yeah they shot this this is the actual oh holy crap I can't believe you haven't seen this dude (laughs) and then like she's getting shot by the lasers from his drones as she makes the dive and that's Where the it. hell have I been? Where <laughs> the hell have I been? Have you not heard you haven't seen that did you know that there was a I have not seen this. There was another scene for Captain Captain America the whole shield thing. So originally they didn't shoot this. Originally the concept was that was his death. You know because they've been toying around with killing Steve Rogers. Getting rid of him, getting rid of for, him. For yeah. and uh, so apparently and what they had the Russo's had originally written No, not the, the Russo's the actual writers they they had a draft where they you know Captain America had that moment he loses and he loses bad and that's the rallying cry for the he gets decapitated
0: well do you re- do you remember <laughs> how, we get, how he gets killed in uh uh the infinity gauntlet
1: yes he was the last he's man well, standing
0: he's the last man standing yeah and so he's literally just fighting with a shield and eventually thanos breaks his shield <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and it's every strike is just destroying his shield and you're like you feel so bad for him. you're like cap you're a brave idiot <laughs> You were a brave idiot. And he destroys it. I forget how he actually kills him, but he does kill him. So uh,
1: it's funny because uh, he's, it, Cap had throughout that whole conflict, he had been doing his acrobat thing. So when he's like the last man, Thanos makes two hands that grab his feet. And that's when he smashes the shield. And then. I remember that scene. I, really... <laughs> and I, think, the that, I think that uh, that's the scene where he's just getting ready to kill Cap and Silver Surfer takes off. And he tries to grab the Infinity Gauntlet and misses. misses. And then uh, Thanos just backhands Captain America and
0: kills him. I mean, how did did they do it? Like, I love these movies that they made, but, like, it's crazy they had the audacity to make Infinity Gauntlet (laughs) and Endgame without Silver Surfer or Adam Warlock. It's just crazy. And
1: and I, I won because I didn't own him, but. Here's a here's a really crazy thing, and this is where I think again, WandaVision starts the reset. And I I see it coming, man. Like we, you've read comic books as long as I have, longer, in fact. This is the reset where they're gonna deal with some of these issues. There was one other huge problem with Infinity War, man. Um, the Infinity War movie itself. The conflict happens so quickly. And it was just it like it just it all it just pops off. And I know they had to do that because like we've been building up to this forever but it just pops off so quick and we don't even really get a chance to appreciate Thanos because they just didn't utilize them correctly in the previous phases. Like, and that's just my opinion. So I think WandaVision, if, if Wanda is going to be the big bad, we're going to see hints of that throughout this show. And when we get there, it's going to be rogue one reveal like good, like her moment where she finally turns. If she is the big bad is going to be amazing. It's I, I think it's going to be epic. I think it's gonna be. A It'll g-
0: obviously be at the end, but like, yeah. In the meantime, like, I do really like what they're doing with the whole sitcom. Yeah. Like they're mimicking sitcoms each episode, and they're going through it. And I really do like that. Like, you know, uh, uh, Vision is like uh, he's going from being like a an android in a suit to like a regular dude, <laughs> but it's coming back and forth. It's it, it like, <laughs> oh man, it looks conceptually a, a brilliant. It looks beautiful, right? man. I'm really hoping that at the end of this we get White Soulless Vision.
1: Yes. It's funny
0: that I, as I was saying that I was like White Soulless Vision. I was like, this has political connotations. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but the fact that like when he was wearing in Avengers he uh, he yeah. was white for a while and he had no soul. Yeah. And then she has to go get his soul from hell. Um, I assume that's where they're going with that. But I really can't wait to. I really want to see White
1: Vision. Let me, ask you Let me ask you, and I mean, that's one thing they're following. At least he showed up in his original iteration. What do you think is going to happen with Ant-Man 3 now that we know it's been greenlit? You know, to be honest, that is
0: freaking all over the place. And they're doing what they've done in a couple of them. When the series kind of sucks, they're like, let's throw everything in this, in this third one to make people finally watch. <laughs> right? So, like, for instance, Thor one and two, like one was all right. Two was garbage. And then they're like, give him the Hulk (laughs) and give him all these other things. And like, they even went to the point where, which I love, they're pandering to me. They're like, give him the helmet that he should have had the entire time. He has that battle with that. And it was just more epic. It was more epic. And they're doing that with, with, um, Ant-Man because Ant-Man one and two, like Ant-Man one is good. Two is like, okay. And like, nothing's really thing. And now they're like, King the Conqueror, <laughs> and to like put in a, a a Reed Richards reference, maybe even Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four will appear in this movie. I don't know, man. Right, 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 right. I don't, I don't know what King the Conqueror is doing in an admin Man movie.
1: That's insane. Uh, here's the thing about that. Next episode we do, we're gonna have to deal with more race bending stuff because actually I don't think this is that huge of a controversy. I just don't make Reed Richards black, man. This is not an, an easy thing
0: to do, like. No, 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 no. So, yo, I'll put. Oh, I'll, I'll hit you off with what's going on. So remember, Kang is the, is the descendant of Reed Ventures. I know like a thousand years in the yeah, future.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you do it the way that you're about to say it, that makes sense. Go. So it's
0: fine for him to be a white, like Reed, to be a white dude. However, his future ancestor or descendant to be a black dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think a lot of people jump to the conclusion they're like, "Oh, well, he you know, if if Kang is black, then Reed Richards must be black." But I don't think that's necessarily true.
1: No, I I know it's not true. What I'm saying to you is do not make Reed Richards. Just give me John Krasinski, give me Emily Blunt. Give us what everyone's you know saying like I, we don't need to do this. Now, there are some characters like I think Kang being black is actually pretty cool because there are some shots If you see him in the comic books where I could see that. And then I think the actor they got picked out is going to be amazing. I just don't think Reed Richards needs to be black. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Wakanda forever. Just give me original black characters.
0: We need a Cyclops that's black.
1: Thank you, everyone, for tuning into another great episode. of wait, hold <laughs> on. Are
0: you really against this? Wait, wait, wait! wait. Before we leave, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about every moment of it. So no, here's, what I, here's what I'm saying: I'm one hundred. Cyclops is so boring. He's such a boring ass motherfucker. He needs something. Not, and my idea is that we're gonna we're gonna raise Ben.
1: He's only as boring as the boring ass stories he's been involved in. Cyclops, and, and
0: that's every story he has ever been in because he's always a boring piece of garbage. He was. Great in A versus X,
1: people love
0: that. Cyclops. For a moment, no. when he tells Captain America to shout the socket, that's the best moment he has. Oh, and actually, when he chokes out Emma, that's a good moment too.
1: <laughs> or when he, he when he makes Wolverine the head of X Force and makes an assassin group after giving uh, moments later, moments prior, giving a speech. I will, speech. Give, you, I will <laughs> give you that. I will yeah. give, give you that. However, <laughs> he does not need to be black. Why can't we just, actually? You know. Why can't we just get a, a, why can't we get Bishop, right? Let's get the actual black X-Men and let's do him correctly. How about that? How does that not make sense to you?
0: No, we we should do him correctly. However, in terms of an X-Men movie, Bishop should not be in the beginning of the X-Men.
1: No, no. He shouldn't have been in, in Days of Future Past the way he was. Like
0: that No, like they, they get him wrong every time and what I'm saying is they should do him right, but don't don't make him part of the original X-Men because they need diversity. Just fucking cast a black dude as 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 uh the most boring character, Cyclops. Young Cyclops <laughs> is freaking boring and I'm not saying that race changing
1: makes you interesting but it does but it totally
0: does it totally
1: does uh i just i don't think it's necessary i think you just write him correctly i think i think cyclops has suffered from being in the shadow of captain america throughout his comic book career which is why
0: avx is so important because i I really love when he tells captain america go suck it he's like i don't care about humans then the, we need the mutant messiah yeah. fuck you bro i'm into it i love that i was like wow the first time i've ever seen cyclops ever have balls Yo, know, cyclops entire character is based on the fact that he has great lust for gene gray yeah he doesn't have any real development he's just like i really like this red-headed chick with the big tits Yeah, so do we. We love her, too, bro. We love her, too. And what I'm saying is to give him a little edge, let's give him a little black edge.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying. No, Here's the problem with Cyclops. He is the perfect guy. He's the guy that's always going to turn bad. You know why? Because he's committed himself to men his entire life. Committed himself to Xavier, who turned out to have sexual thoughts about his girl. You know, that that probably screwed yes, him up. Yeah. Uh, Committed himself to Xavier. Xavier, you know, gets them captured. At one point, he committed himself to Magneto, too. Yeah. Xavier gets them captured. Brings in a whole nother team, right? <laughs> like just basically sends in another team to save them. Now he's hey, got he's got to deal with Wolverine constantly berating him every moment and trying to bang his girl and trying to bang
0: his girl. You know. And so what I'm saying is, make him black um, and that all goes away. Make him black it'll fix all those problems. It'll fix all those problems, man.
1: Right, um, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man. You make Cyclops black. Uh, if they do that, not that they're going to. We're gonna have another Fox property on our hand. Get us an African woman to play Storm. She doesn't need to be African American. I think. Well, you
0: realize what happened with Storm, right? What? She was supposed to be in Black Panther Two. She's not gonna be anymore now.
1: I know. This is this whole thing is screwed, man. I I mean, it's
0: so horrible. I mean, obviously, like you know, you can't control when someone passes. It's horrible that someone passes. You know.
1: I think the non-recasting is a good idea, though, right?
0: No, I agree. Don't recast. And like, like I said, they're they're gonna do, uh, you know, they're gonna do him dying in the first scene. Yeah, a heroic thing in the costume, and then Sherry will take over. And I'm com- I'm totally comfortable with that. But I hate that they took out the origin of Storm, man. That fucking drives me nuts, man. Because you know that that totally derailed their X Men plans. They're gonna have to rethink this.
1: You know what's so- crazy though? It's probably better that they. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead
0: no do
1: you, do you think uh it's probably better in this climate they don't have the storm black panther relationship because when i think about how he treated her in the comic books
0: they don't have to go there but i'm saying they should oh, have no, the yeah, beginning yeah, of their own you you got be you, really sexy you, you
1: you gotta go there you gotta go there because t'challa turns out to be
0: eventually go there but i'm saying in the beginning just have her yeah yeah yeah. have the you know the beginning of every relationship is the fun part
1: you know what the crazy thing is when, when, when they're
0: obsessed with each other and stuff
1: Wolverine has triangulated himself into some of the greatest romances in history. Did you know he banged Storm while she was on a break from Black Panther? This is a I s-
0: did not know that, but I wouldn't be surprised. He's the scumbag that everyone knows. If uh, Listeners, if you know a scumbag, don't ever leave your girl away alone with her. If she's ever calling him when you're on a break... <laughs> He's you need her. to fucking like, move on or whatever. He is the <laughs> ultimate scumbag. That's what I hate about Wolverine. Um, you know, he he loves sloppy seconds because he's a fucking animal. He's a fucking animal. Right? So uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is what was I saying? I was hitting Wolverine and, and the whole concept. Basically, here's what I'm saying. Here's how, how I think Wolverine intros could happen. Yeah. I think that it could be Black Widow. I've said it before. That would be the perfect movie to Weapons do it. Prime, However, yeah. another one they could do is probably at the end of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So
1: that's apparently what's going to happen. They're saying that Weapons Prime – again, here we go with the speculation. They're saying that Weapons Prime is going to be to introduce that way. I think the MCU's Wolverine is going to be epic <laughs> because when they introduce him, it's it. let's see who they cast. So let's all calm
0: down. Remember, <laughs> here's what I'm saying. Like the idea is that like everyone's like I love it. People are like Feige could never mess up. He's perfect. No one's freaking perfect. Oh yeah. Someone is bound to mess up and he's gone a decade.
1: No, he's it's gonna freak he's messed up f- he's messed up a few times already.
0: No, but he hasn't done a major one. I'm saying when he if he fucks up Wolverine, he fucks up Storm. It's over for him.
1: I don't think so. I think Fe- Feige's the Teflon Don when it comes to this stuff because eventually it's it's just gonna get to this place. Some people just win, Roy. Right. You and I don't experience this because we're two losers. But, like, some people just win. And I think Kevin Feige, after years of losing, of being an intern at Fox 21 and all these... He has to
0: have some connection. That's why he wins, because he has some connection. like Jeff Johns.
1: Yeah, satanic connection. And it's like, at this point, he's just... Do you like Atlanta? I haven't watched one episode, but I heard it's amazing.
0: It's freaking amazing. There's a part where... Donald Glover's on the on the bus mm-hmm. alone, and, and if he's with his child, he has to ride the bus with his baby daughter. And he has no money. He barely had money to get on the bus, and he's just having a fucking rough week because he can't maintain a job. He's having a rough fucking week. And there's some hotep, you know, Muslim black guy there, bald, shaved head, bow tie, you know, usual <laughs> shit. Trying to preach to him. And he looks down at his daughter, and then he looks up at the Hotep guy, and he says, is my life supposed to suck so that, so that other people's lives can be amazing? And I was like, holy shit, that's my life right there. You just
1: encompassed it in one moment. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for the funny punchline. That's really depressing. That's
0: right. It's totally depressing. It's totally freaking depressing, man. You
1: know what's depressing? It, but, you know what's depressing? Venom 2's trailer will be coming out soon. But go back <laughs> to, to Atlanta.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know what's more depressing.
1: What I was talking about or, or Venom 2. Whatever, man. But like- Apparently, season 3 and 4 for Atlanta have already been shot. And according, quote, end quote, for uh, Childish Gambino, Dan- Donald Glover, he said it's going to be the most amazing stuff. There's only going to be one thing greater than him that they can only touch this these two seasons is going to be the sopranos. He's like other than that nothing else will touch what we have coming. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you never seen any of it? No. I've seen one I've seen one clip from the show when he's in jail. And the guy next to him is talking to a transgender woman. It's his
0: girlfriend. No, don't go any further with that it's spoilers or whatever. But it's so good. But I'm saying there's so many, so much good stuff going on in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be honest, I can't wait to rewatch one and two. But I'm waiting for season three to be like announced so that I can do it.
1: Another episode but you need
0: to watch it. You need to watch those two. Seasons. Another
1: skit I've seen is when the uh they're at some party and the the black girl that's uh, the the young African American woman that's on there is at the party. She's get berating this white girl for dating a black guy, and then the white girl basically reads her and says like I did this and I was with him when he was there and I've been you know I've been with him since he was at the bottom. She's, <laughs> And the plastic's basically like I got time away from this motherfucker to five <laughs> like, Yo you know,
0: basically Steve, you don't understand. <laughs> this this show is about what our lives were like in our twenties.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I'm trying to forget my twenties, man. Every day I wake up and I'm like, Jesus. If you can purge the memory of my 20s for me and please never let saying, my kids find out I would it's be It's about totally a great.
0: it's about a really talented black kid who doesn't know where to direct his talent. And so he's got he's got a baby mom who doesn't respect him. He's got a child. He needs to make money and he needs to prove himself, man. And it's it's freaking really good, man. It's so good.
1: I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm going to binge. I'm going to binge. I always mean to sit down and watch please it. Please do, please do, man. I think Donald Glover is underappreciated. I think he's being appreciated more in the we can get we can get into the, the Donald Glovers and the ferrell Well, he's yo
0: he's gonna get a Lando show, so I, I, into
1: that. No, I, I would love to do an episode where we discuss the oddball black guys that have paved the way, of which we are those too. But we obviously did not become famous like Donald Glover for well Williams.
0: I'm going to. I'm still young. You're very young. Don't I, project your oldness on me.
1: You're at the ripe age of 22. <laughs> you're gonna it's gonna happen any day now. <laughs> it's gonna happen,
0: yo. Know, I'm gonna make that money. I'm gonna make that cash,
1: man. All right, you wanna go. Ahead? and uh, sign us off for the evening sir
0: i do want to sign us off because we have had an amazing night this has been fanboy modeling school with the fat mantis and i'm here with steven and you can always catch me on twitter mantis comics or you can always find me on youtube at voice of the fat mantis where can they find you
1: steven you can just look me up as steven <laughs> on twitter or at- steven's There's Stevens everywhere. I'm everywhere. Just find me, uh, Amon Holder, on Twitter. And then uh, I'll plug my other show. If you're ever looking to hear more of my content, go check me out at Talking with a Dad. All right? Well, until next time,
0: guys, please let us know in the comments your thoughts about all of this. We've hit up so many times. God topics what do you think of baby yoda is he a fascist baby killer or what what do we think of mads nicholson or johnny depp please let us know until next time remember to like share and subscribe remember to keep tuning in to fanboy modeling school the greatest and best podcast out there until next time ciao for now